Welcome to The Ether. Today is Saturday, March 19th, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Visit OC's What We Do page using the link in the show notes to take advantage of some of their other educational resources, including weekly meetups to discuss Terra protocols, strategies, and concepts, the Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, and YouTube explainer videos on Terra concepts. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, the IBC Gang Lounge, Cosmos, and Loop Finance. Let's take a listen. What up, everybody? Let everybody find their way in here. Get some people up here. What's up, what's up? What up? How you been for the last couple hours, Gaines? I know it hasn't been long since we last talked, but... <laughs> I feel like I've been talking all day. All day. Oh, you know, it's part, of, it's part of it. Could be worse. You could be not talking to anybody all day. It'd be long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My fingers would be super tired if I was just texting all day. What's up, Jacob? What's up, Simon? What's up, Desperado? Tom? Got Loco? We got... Viet, oh, we got crypto techs. Thanks, guys, for uh, for popping in. What's going on, Simon and Tom? This is your first IBC gang hangout, isn't it? Hey, guys, how's it going? Nice to nice to be on here. Nice to meet you, Tom. Yeah, Simon's been um, telling me about, all about you guys, so luckily we could jump on. Have you guys listened to our uh, Cosmos Spaces before, or is this your first time? No, this is my first time. Yeah, there's so many great spaces going on on Twitter that, you know, it's hard to get across all of them. Yeah, dude, I agree. I agree. There's There's been, like, three times more spaces on Twitter uh, since we started doing them back in, like, you know, the beginning of uh, February. Uh, it's just, like, crazy, crazy. Like, every day there's, like, multiple spaces. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, exactly. I already spend enough time on Twitter, you know, <laughs> just scrolling, scrolling the feed. If I did all the spaces as well, then I don't think I'd ever get anything else done. Just uh, talking to cool people. And yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's great, great to be on here. And we're just start, we're just yeah. starting to kind of explore the Cosmos ecosystem, actually. I mean, obviously, we've been really focused building on Terra. 
um, for the last what, year or so. And we're, now we've sort of got some IBC pairs listed um, on our deck. So we're obviously starting to kind of explore a bit more, you know, the other Cosmos SDK chains. Kind of that, you know, thing where it's been a year of hard work putting your head down, you know, and there wasn't very much around you. And now you're getting back up and looking up and you're like, you know, holy crap. There's a whole, there's a whole city <laughs> here, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. We thought we were the only building in this town. <laughs> yeah. yeah whoa, whoa. So that's cool. So I've actually, like, I've seen you guys recently and I've kind of like checked over your page and stuff, but, you know, I think I have a general idea, but uh, could maybe you just explain a little bit more about, you know, like what you guys have been working on for last year and like where you guys are at now, maybe. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, our first product was a DEX um, just on Terra. So we were one of the first, apart from um, TerraSwap, one of the first DEXs to launch on Terra uh, with incentivized liquidity pools. So that was kind of our first product. But we're also building out a community. So we've got like a tokenized community site where people can, you know, create articles and ed more educational kind of pieces about Terra in particular, but crypto in general, um, and then kind of earn token rewards for that. And we're also building an NFT marketplace, like a DeFi NFT marketplace. We're kind of pioneering, I guess, DeFi NFTs. So there'll be yield-bearing NFTs and NFTs linked to LP positions and things like that. So, yeah, we're kind of working on a few different products. We go, I guess our idea is to kind of build out a bit of a suite or a bit of an ecosystem of products, you know, that all kind of um, connect together in one way or another. So, yeah, that's our, that's, that's our, our, our vision. Um, and, but yeah, at the moment we're kind of more focused, I guess, on the decks than anything else, because, you know, that's kind of the core product. It's like the core engine, which drives everything. Um, so yeah, we're really excited actually to have some, um, IBC pairs. We actually just got the relayer up yesterday between Cosmos and Terra. Uh, there was a relay before, but it was dead because no one was, no one was actually using it. So we, you know, we've been working with the validators to get that relayer up and working again. Now you can transfer Atom across directly from Cosmos to Terra again. And we're listing, I think we'll be listing Atom this week on the decks. And we've already got Secret and Osmo listed on the decks. Yeah, and maybe we'll have Juno and a few other IBC tokens as well. So yeah, really excited to sort of start branching outside the Terra ecosystem now, I guess, and you know, connecting with all the other amazing chains and amazing projects, you know, within within Cosmos. I was I was just talking to Simon earlier about kind of expanding your guys's uh reach to the cosmonauts because you you're kind of really stuck in like a small not a small community but your own community with terra right yeah exactly i mean it's a great you know Terra's a great community and being super supportive but it is like it's a you know it, it's that's right it's a closed garden i guess well it has been up until now you know now with i guess the wormhole bridge and now the ibc and things like that it's I feel like we're starting to open up to the broader world, which is which is great because it's always, you know, you don't want to get stuck in this sort of echo chamber of just, you know, I guess sometimes chains can get a bit tribal, right? So it's good to, to sort of branch out and start making friends with the other tribes in the nearby area, which in, in this case is, you know, obviously Cosmos and Osmosis and all the other Cosmos chains. Hey, Simon. Welcome, Simon. Stop, legend. <laughs> I was basically saying it, I was thinking it's it's kind of like Australia and our borders being closed. <laughs> We're finally opening up again. <laughs> it's like terror finally opening up its borders. Yeah, dude. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've been locked off here. We couldn't even leave the country for a long time. It's like finally we're able to leave Terra, right? We're able to get Terra assets over or get other assets onto Terra. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. And there's lots of, you know, so many interesting things happening across the ecosystem. What are you guys mainly involved with in the, in the Cosmos ecosystem? Tricky. Go ahead, Tricky. Kind of like uh, what projects are we kind of involved in? Is that your your Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm just sort of getting up to speed with what you guys are doing. So I was just kind of interested in what projects you're involved in and what your role is in the ecosystem. Yeah, so uh, we're all basically the Cosmos Spaces team is really just a bunch of volunteers. Uh, We're a bunch of just a bunch of dudes that love Cosmos uh, and the ecosystem and the community. Um, And we've just kind of been fortunate enough to, you know, kind of have a place where we're able to bring a bunch of the community together, whether it's just, you know, regular people or, you know, devs from projects. Um, so I guess like our unofficial role is be kind of become like uh, cosmos educators in a way, uh, which is, which has been really cool. So uh, doing that, we're able to kind of, you know, really just be a part of any project that we, that we see that's interesting and that, you know, comes to mind or that reaches out to us, you know, because we don't necessarily have like a, a project that we're attached to that like you know we're necessarily responsible to you know we're responsible to you know to all of cosmos so um we've just been really fortunate you know just diving into all the exciting and the team marketplaces that are launching um of course you know everybody in cosmos like one of the big things right now is just DeFi and all the rewards and considering you know ivc it's just so easy for everybody to get their their assets around and you know experiment um so so yeah i think for us you know we're really just excited about you know, all the, all the projects that, that will come to Cosmos. But I think right now, like for our, for our team, a few of our favorites are probably, you know, of course, Osmosis. Um, we have Evmos that's, you know, launched, but at, on, on pause right now. Um, and then Juno, kind of another one of the, the crowd favorites, even through all the, the stuff going on. Um, but there's just so much out there, you know, and like, you know, even Terra, every, like we, we love Terra. We're not exposed enough to Terra. We've all admitted it and we all realized it, you know, so we're, we've been, you know, taking the time to learn more about Terra. You know, we had Sefi on here recently to drop some, some knowledge bombs on us. And, you know, that's what makes me think, what I think when I hear a prayer loop, you know, looping your, uh, your Luna, <laughs> that's what I first kind of thought. And I was like, wait, is it, are you guys like a whole nother leverage program, like, you know, platform, but you guys are more of like all in one decks type thing, like you guys were saying. Um, so it's really cool to be able to like, you know, get like reach out and have a space like this with people and projects like, like loop and being able to learn more and share that with, uh, with everybody in cosmos. Um, so like, you know, like I said, no official titles or anything here, but, uh, the unofficial cosmos educators, I'd say. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. We're actually doing the same. I mean, you know, you've already met Simon, um, and he's working on a, product that we call loop learn which is basically just educating people about i mean about blockchain in general but then more specifically about terror and then even more specifically about loop obviously so yeah there's just so much need at the moment i think um for, for education you know there's so we're still at the start of the adoption curve and you know most of most of the world still don't understand crypto i mean i don't even understand crypto half the time and i've been working in the space for like four or five years so you know i can't imagine what it's like for new people getting into the space um so yeah no that's that's awesome that you guys are providing that service and it's definitely essential for onboarding of of the masses yeah you know and that's like kind of one of the things that you know we want to do is like help people learn questions but also bring new people in and so it's really cool to see your platform because you guys are in a unique position where 
you know, once people start looking for DeFi things, sometimes it's the first thing they land on. They haven't really learned anything, but they learned that there's this platform they can go to and start making money. You know, so that's, so that's where they end up. Um, so be able to have like those resources and just making it easy and right in people's in front of people's faces to learn about what's going on and you know in Terra and all of Cosmos, I think is is gonna be really cool for you guys to do because I've you know it kind of reminds me of just like the the Coinbase thing. I always hop on there really quick and get my free crypto for watching videos and learning, and it's cool. You know, I, I learned a little bit and I also got got paid to do so. So I think that's gonna be really cool for for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's still so like to be honest, the IBC. I mean, although I'm you know loving um, IBC, I think it's still really confusing for mainstream users i mean you know kepler like obviously setting up like an ibc channel in kepler you don't have to go to minscan you have to find the right channel number and then you know it's, it's it's not an easy process for someone who doesn't really understand what they're doing so i think i don't know how how do you guys find that that process in general like um you know just transferring assets across from one chain to another i mean the other day i even made a stupid mistake i transferred some atom from osmosis directly to Terra, and of course that's not really the you know i mean it's it's wrapped first it's wrapped on osmosis and then it gets wrapped again on Terra, right and it didn't even appear in my Terra station wallet i was like oh shit you know because i sent a fair bit <laughs> and then i was like how do i get this back again because obviously i didn't realize i had to send the atom directly from cosmos to Terra rather than sending it from osmosis to Terra. um so yeah then we actually had to um it took a while before we could um even get those assets back to osmosis so i could transfer them to cosmos and then transfer them back to terra again so yeah i think that for me the process is still well now i've got my head around it you know it's, it's easy enough to understand but i think for a lot of people especially a lot of sort of newbies in crypto they'd find that that process almost impossible so yeah i was wondering just what you guys what your sort of general thoughts around like kepler the kepler experience and the ibc experience in general like how are you finding that yeah, I think Kepler, we're fortunate enough to be able to have that as our main wallet for the Cosmos right now because it's a super smooth UI. Um, and then I think kind of like you you just explained, like it's almost so easy that it's really easy to mess up. Um, you know, like it's super easy to be transferring assets from chain to chain. But then also, too, there's a little in intricacies, like you said, where it needs to come from its native chain at the moment to where, you know, it takes like almost like a learning curve and a mess up to do that because there's <laughs> there's no other real resource out there that's telling you that. Um, but the cool thing is, is even though you have those mess ups like that, you know, things aren't gone forever. It's not like you're burning assets or it's the end of the world. Um, there's, there's ways to do it, ways to get it back. And then I think we're kind of at a, like a, a weird point because all of this IBC stuff is kind of like in the beginning stages, but then there's still more improvements coming. So I think people who are in it now are going to kind of have a benefit of going through these kind of rough days where there wasn't really instructions and the user experience maybe was a little lacking. Um, even though considering Kepler is really well, um, but going into like a future when we start having like interchain routing and such, like that's going to solve that like native chain issue and things like that. So, um, I, I like, it's, it's weird. It's like really easy to do, but like, you know, like you said, like I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And for some people like just getting the crypto and they're trying to do their first little transfer across networks. And then they're like, Oh no, it's not there. Like that's really stressful, you know, especially if you're dealing with, you know, no matter how much how many fund you're dealing with, it's your funds that <laughs> you're not trying to lose. Um, so yeah, like the navig the navigating that part, it's just I feel like it's a lot of like you know trial and error at this moment. But we have a lot of community members who are really supportive. You know, we even have like some uh, blockchains that have like you know support DAOs that like Osmosis. 
you know, they're able to have people ready, there and ready to explain and help people through this. Um, so it's definitely not an easy time, but I feel like we're, we're, we've been really fortunate with like the tools around us for us to, to learn as we go. Yeah, definitely. And look, you know, I think, you know, these things will get smoother and smoother. Like I'm guessing that, you know, at some point Kepler will build it in that if you try to move Atom from Osmo to, you know, from Osmosis to Terra, that'll automatically route it through through Cosmos for you. You know, it will automatically do that so that it, it comes across to Terra from, from Cosmos without the user even realizing what's going on in the background. I, I guess we're still working on a very sort of early, you know, early like very new infrastructure essentially you know ibc in general is such new infrastructure that 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 the ux hasn't really been smoothed out yet as much as it could be but you know i guess that's what we're here for right like learn to learn how it works and then hopefully to improve it and make it easier for other people yeah i mean then that, like that's what's like so cool is like all this stuff is evolving so fast and so so quick that you know, we see an interface one day and we're like, oh, this this could be better by doing this, blah, blah, blah. You know, word gets around, you know, and then before you know it, like, boom, it's fixed and it's, you know, better than it was. Um, so I think I kind of have a question for you guys. Like, considering you're coming over from Terra, there's a lot of, like, building going on on top of Terra in the financial financial world and financial applications. Um, how do you guys see that evolving? Do you think that those projects will continue to stay built on top of Terra? Do you think any of them will get so big to where you're going to want your own chain or... You know, how is that going to go? Because I know that Terra's, you know, layer one purpose is stable coins, but also it's, you know, it's money. So any financial uh, DAP makes sense to be built there. But uh, how do you guys see that kind of evolving over the next year or so? Yeah, 100%. I, I think, you know, what you said is is probably correct in that, you know, maybe some of the, the apps or DAPs on Terra will end up, um, you know, building their own or launching their own chains and seeing as you know it is so relatively easy to launch a cosmos sdk chain makes a lot of sense that they'll do that once you know once i guess there's enough transactions on that on that app for for it to be worthwhile for them obviously you know at the moment you know there's still a lot of them are still quite small so you know that the transaction volume is not high and it's not really worth it but I'm, i'm guessing that you know like every chain terra will get to a point where it starts to get a bit congested and you know, there's too many transactions for it to handle. They start to get too expensive, and then you know, from there, people like I guess different projects will spawn off into their own chains. Um, yeah, it's definitely a great. I mean, it's it's a great um, chain to be building financial applications on, just because of the native, uh, all of the native stable coins, right? Like you've got UST, obviously, but then you've got stable coins in a whole bunch of other fiat currencies as well which are possible so it's kind of like it's it's i guess for people who are used to traditional finance or you know who come from traditional finance background it it makes a lot of sense for them and i think you know a lot of the sort of traditional financial products will find their way to terra because of that all of those stable coins you know in in fiat currencies which you know that's what the financial world they're the they're the currencies the financial world have been using for you know hundreds of years and so it, it makes sense for them to be able to continue using them in one way or another. Yeah, that's awesome. Like it's like you said, it's so readily available for the financial applications to use that it just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, um, there's even like a be- Forex. I saw yesterday like a Forex platform about to launch on Terra, right? And it just uses obviously all of the Terra stable coins. And, you know, it's that's a very kind of traditional financial application, you know, a Forex uh, exchange and then yeah it's obviously a, a no-brainer to build it out on terra where they've already got all of those those foreign currencies oh, exactly 
Um, I know Woke came up a, a few minutes ago and uh, has been patient. Woke, how you doing? Do you have any questions for uh, the team up here? Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, I just wanted to participate. Um, I was going to ask, I'm kind of drunk right now. I was going to ask a question about NFTs, but I forgot what it was. But <laughs> so, I'll, dude, you guys, so I'm kind of an Ethereum maxi and I've been using, uh, like, I can't get away from Cosmos. Like, oh, at first it was like the, everybody was talking about the airdrops and everything and all my friends telling me about whatever, right? What got me hooked initially to like download a wallet was Secret Network and the Monero Bridge. I thought that was fucking amazing. Download it because I'm very passionate about privacy. I love it to death. Love it to death. I think it's so important. You know, like if we were transacting in fucking digital currencies and, my, and I loaned my neighbor 20 bucks, I'd know his address. I can see every fucking OnlyFans sub and everything else he's, he's subscribing to. You know, <laughs> privacy is privacy is important. I mean, imagine smart contracts in the medical field, you know, you need privacy over your medical records, things like that. Like it's super important to move the space forward. So I love secret network. Everything is about, um, I just love the fact I can bridge Monero to secret network. It's crazy, but you guys are so spoiled with Kepler, man. It's a, it's a beautiful interspace. It's, it's, I've never had an issue with it. And I know that somebody was talking about, I heard you guys talking earlier about how it's kind of challenging some of the like, core aspects of the ecosystem are a little bit challenging, but honestly, if you've had to navigate MetaMask without getting scanned and bridging to layer twos and back and forth, it's really not that difficult. You know, it could be improved, but there's certain things like that people take for granted that I think are really important. Kepler's mobile wallet, while it doesn't have a full browser, the fact that I can go on these chains and see the governance and vote like right there in the app, like that's really important. That's that's just amazing to me. It's just the, the governance being front and center, you know. But um, yeah, I'm kind of expanding from Secret Network. I've got you know a Cosmos bag now, a Juno bag, an Osmo bag, um, hopefully an Evmos bag. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, I think it's a great project. I love EVMs. But um, yeah, man, I'm just glad to be here. So hey, if I can, I ask a question, like. I think Stargaze is an NFT chain, right? Is anybody, can people tell me about that? Yeah, Stargaze. Uh, so that's the easiest way to make a comparison for that. It's kind of like an uh, OpenSea that is centralized and is actually has its own blockchain. Um, they're kind of looking to be very similar to what they're doing, what they're offering. Um, having some easy mint tools and easy marketplace. Um, try to drive a lot of traffic and volume through there. They actually have a, the gravity bridge they've started to implement to um, bridge over ER721. So we should start seeing some actual Ethereum NFTs come over to that marketplace once it's full full bore. Um, but yeah, Stargate is, is a really cool project. Really, really cool. Really excited for it. Right on. Maybe I just need to go check it out myself. Um, I just NFTs are fun for me. It's like 1% of my investment, but... It brings me like 80% of the joy of this fucking space, you know? Just, they're cute. They're so fucking adorable, man. I go to my wallet. I'm like, holy shit. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to check it out and throw, you know, it's not like I'm dumping my money into NFTs because I'm not stupid. But, um, yeah, man, that's the one thing I haven't really checked out. But, um, really, I'm just here to kind of soak up what's new. I, I know like three or four of these Cosmos chains, um, and I'd love to know all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, Stargaze is pretty badass, dude. Like, it's, you know, an L1. <clears throat> it's its own blockchain, and it's an NFT marketplace. They're going to be having their, uh, like, marketplace open up, like, uh, next month. So 
I'm excited for that because there was a lot of volume for all the mints. So it, it really looks like it's going to be a fun time there. So, um, yeah, glad to have you here. Hey, Woke, I have to ask you something. Have you ever tuned in on Sundays? Have a what tuned in? Yeah, like to the show on t- on Sundays. I don't know where you're located. You sound like you're American, though. So it's like 12 to 2 East, East Coast time. I'm American as fuck. I haven't before, but I will. <laughs> well, the reason why I'm saying that is because for for whatever reason, not not that I'm complaining, but I host on Sundays for the Cosmos Spaces, and for the most part, it's like a secret uh, network show, and we talk about everything secret related. So, I mean, you were just kind of hyping me up there a little bit, and I've been oh, drinking. Oh, fuck yeah, dude! Stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm coming, man. I'm but coming. yeah, man, like. Tomorrow's show is not necessarily going to be all secret related, but for the most part, a lot of the content is secret NFTs and all the things that you were just excited about. So, I mean, maybe stop by sometimes. We do Sundays from like 12 to 2. It never lasts till 2. It always goes past 2 o'clock. So, if you ever want to just tune in or what or whatnot, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'll check it out. Um, I, 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 uh, I like secret a lot. I've... Um... I've uh, played with it quite a bit, but I'd love to know more what's on the radar, what's on the horizon, what's coming. Um, I just think privacy is really important, very underrated. It matters. And, it, you know, for most people, privacy doesn't matter until it does, you know, yep. just, like decent- just like decentralization. Decentralization doesn't matter until it does. Yeah, you would, just- you, you would fit in real well with the show, honestly, because we're all like minded and we say it all the time. And my one of my qualms with like blockchain is, if I was like a big investor, say I, ha- I was like a, in charge of a hedge fund or whatnot, why would I want everyone to see every move that I did at every second on the blockchain instantly? You know, you would want some sort of privacy in between it. And we were just speaking yesterday about Prop 16. I know it sounds like you're newer to IBC, but there's been a little bit of, of a mess with like Prop 16 with Juno. And my, one of my solutions was, well, voting should be private at least until after the voting ends where you don't get like this mass people saying, Hey, this validator voted this way. And this one did this way. And then there's people out there with pitchforks and they're, they're out there on Twitter and everything else just bashing one another. It's like, it becomes like a really toxic scenario. And I think secret network can really help out the entire IBC gang and, and kind of nip that in the butt where people like you and I, we vote it's private. No one knows, but then, you know, like the validators, they, they can release that information after the voting period ended. So I think that's one solution that a lot of people overlook with privacy. So you would fit in if you came on Sundays. For the most part, it is like a secret show. So Yeah, that's, that actually sounds like a pretty good idea, because imagine how many people go and they see the vote like stacked one way and they're like, eh, whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I've heard about Prop 16, like, I haven't been in that many Cosmos spaces, but I've been in a handful and everybody's like, no, we're not going to talk about Prop 16 right now. I know there's a lot of drama. And so like everybody's trying to avoid talking about it, but I actually haven't like sat down and figured out what the fuck everybody's trying to avoid, to be honest. But um, something about the whale, something, fuck, I don't know. I saw the governance vote, but I didn't, I don't know. So I'm going to let the guys get back to the show, but let me ask you this. Do you have any intentions of fully going back to Ethereum after you got to use the greatness of IBC? Oh, yeah, I'm not a cha- I mean, I'm not a maxi per se. Well, I, I kind of am. Um, for, put it this way, I will use But your customer, anything- I'm only worried about your customer experience. I'm not worried about, well, you have this much in Ethereum or you used BrokenSea for this many periods of time. 
I'm just talking about like you just using IBC osmosis. Like how much better is it than any other thing you've ever experienced? Uh, honestly, I would use, I would still use both. Like in all honesty, um, it's a great, it's a great network. Um, I've had a great experience in the ecosystem. I do think on Ethereum, um, you know, I've had some great experiences on uh, layer twos. There's also privacy layer twos, you know, and all these things have to kind of develop out. But like the, if really the only things, if, if, if the Cosmos ecosystem, as it, as we see more adoption, I would probably gravitate more towards it rather than being like, you know, just, it's kind of like the activity is on Ethereum, all the, all the activities there, the, the users are there. If that changes, I'll go where the people go. You know what I mean? Like where the money goes, where the opportunities go. Um, but as far as like, if you're not talking about like TVL um, returns, uh, quick ability, like if you're talking like NFTs, like how quick can, you know, do, do, do NFTs hold their value and can you easily sell them as their liquidity, things like that. If you just erase all of that and you said just user experience on the chain, yeah, man, I'd I'd be I'd use Cosmos primarily. Um, the only downside that, man, I hate to say this, dude, I, I'm like I use my mobile devices a lot. Like I use an iPad Pro, I have an iPhone, whatever. You know, hate me for it. But uh, if Kepler had the browser in the app, fuck me, dude, I would never use a computer again for this shit. Yeah, I mean they're getting there. It's just the the problem with like Kepler is IBC is the fa- the fastest growing ecosystem in all of crypto. So there's not enough work basic or there's not enough, you know, they don't have enough people to keep up with the demand so to speak. I mean, but yeah, I just like hearing your perspective because I firmly believe what you're saying with all the bridges coming over and also I think at one point in time that all blockchains whether it's Solana, Ethereum, Avax, Polygon or whomever they're all going to connect over to IBC. It just doesn't make any sense not to. Like the the code is just the best code. Like if you know if you know tech and like coding and stuff, you'll just or a developer. Like say you're just you and me, we're just developers, and we don't have that much money. It would literally make zero sense to build on Ethereum with all the gas fees and everything, as opposed to just hey, we're going to start our own blockchain, be our own la- layer one. Let's start on IBC and then go from there. Like you just it's it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. But I mean, I understand what you're saying about it, you know, with mobile. There's been a lot of people that have said that, and I just tell them like, look, it's a brand new technology. You just got to give it some time. Like Ethereum is obviously it's it's an OG. They've been around forever, so you know, you just got to give it time. But yeah, I, I'm not I'm not against uh, Ethereum. I just think at one point in time, like a lot of Ethereum people are going to come over, whether it's through Evmos or Bridge Solutions, and it's good to hear perspectives from Ethereum people, though. So I appreciate that. Oh, for sure, man. I guess to sum it up in a nutshell, um, I've used a lot of other chains as well. I mean, and, and the mobile wallet thing is just me complaining, but like, it's not really that big of a deal. I, I have a laptop I can hop on at any time, you know, but as far as the experience, um, the excitement, the, the, the way things are developing in the, in the, in the ecosystem, um, I try I try a little bit of everything, you know, like I, I've tried Solana, um, you know, the whole Kasama and uh, the EVM over there, what was it, Moon River? And now it's uh, Moonbeam on Polkadot. Um, you know, BNB, all that bullshit, every EVM there is out there, I've tried them. But uh, I really like where this is going. And I would say what makes me most bullish about it is 
like if you're trying to make money, you go where the TVL is, right? Evmos really excited me. Um, I know they had to go back to the drawing board because of some issues. Um, doesn't make me any less bullish on it, but just the ability to have to bring in that ecosystem uh, more easily, you know, to br to bring it in as an EVM, and just developers can just pop on over. You know what I mean? They, if, if they're familiar with writing in Solidity, you know, because I know. Dude, Solidity is like a joke compared to Rust. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's very simple. A lot of people picked it up. A lot of people have been building on it for a long time, you know? And it just makes it so like, what was it? I think on Evmos, like I think it was Ave um, that approved to, to bridge on and to, to, to build over on uh, Evmos. And I mean, once the EVM is up, I mean, I don't see any reason why other major platforms would come over. Some of that TVL would come over. Some of those developers would come over. And then they can really experience like the benefit of both worlds. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really it's cool gonna stuff. Be, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be gigantic. And it's also going to enable smaller people that don't have a bunch of venture capitalist money. If you're a team or a developer where you can come over here and excel, because one thing that's a lot different from Ethereum based compared to Cosmos based is for the most part, Cosmos um, blockchains, there's really no, venture capitalist money we essentially are the venture capitalists and that's one of the one of the many reasons why i completely fell in love with ibc is that they do airdrops and, the, and it, just the tokenomics behind it you know ethereum basis it's really kind of old school money in the way they do it and i'm not saying it's the it's the wrong way of doing it but to me it's like 2017 and in 2022 the way of doing it is kind of how a lot of these tokens and projects are launching on ibc and I, I do, like, Evmos is ready. It's just there it was a Ledger problem. Ledger, essentially, in a nutshell, they, they prioritize MetaMask communication on it, which is good because Evmos's whole ordeal is to, to make it really simple for, you know, Ethereum-based projects and da dApps to come over to, to Cosmos. So it really wasn't their fault, per se. But, yeah, I mean, I'm... What you're saying about being bullish on it, I'm, I haven't been as bullish on a token since Osmosis launched when it comes to an IBC token. So I really, I'm not worried about this little delay. I think it's actually kind of a blessing in disguise. So I'm looking forward to it. And I, you know, I, I appreciate Ethereum based people coming over and being open minded to things. So that's, that's awesome. You're here talking to us about stuff. So appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope that most people in the future will be, I mean, it's just one of those things like, um, I think it's counterproductive for any individual to be um, so tribalist that they're not willing to try other things and see what see what's out there um, and see what um, communities and user experiences exist outside of their little whatever their bag is, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about it. You know, I, I, if, if I like if I see a lot of things that I like on a chain, um, I like to try and. So. Well, Cosmos, I got into Secret Network and I was like, let me download this Kepler wallet. Let me see what's going on on chain. Let me try these DEXs. Let me try this. Like now I want to try these NFTs. It's not that I'm like, I, I want to go out and buy a lot of NFTs. I want to see what the ecosystem has to offer and, and, and what the experience is like. And um, I've had a great time here. Like in comparison, um, I had a bag of Cardano that I sat on since like fucking 2020. And I was like, I can't wait till they have smart contracts on chain. I can't figure out what's like, I've tried all the different wallets. Their fucking chain is congested as fuck. I can't get anything done. All my transactions are failing. 
you know, it, like that's the opposite experience. You know, my experience in the Cosmos ecosystem has just been extremely positive, um, has made me more bullish on it, um, has made me build a bigger bag, not just of Atom, but of other chains, even chains I don't even know what the fuck they do, to be honest. I'm just buying the shit, you know, but it's been great. You know, I'm having a great experience and I think that's great for, I think we're in a great, I think this ecosystem is in a great place. Yeah, man, I'm, ex- I'm excited because we've been doing a show for quite a long time, and I don't we don't really get too many Ethereum people. We we have I, I do from my from my show from time to time. There are a lot of people that it it seems like on my show the only Ethereum people that I get on that say that that speak about it are NFT people. They'll come on and say like, "Man, I really use Stash, and I really love Ethereum." Or I'm, I really you know I came over from Ethereum, and I really like Secret Network uh, NFTs, but. It's good to get people that come on and, and not necessarily just from NFTs. Maybe you came over for initially for NFTs, which is cool. But like my whole thing is once people use IBC, you know, they're they're not gonna want to not come back. Like they're like, this is a good experience. And whether I don't care what they buy, I don't I'm not gonna be like, you need to buy this token or that token. I just want people to come over. And that's been like my initiative from day one when I started doing these things. And I think us in general too, we just wanna experience we want to get people to experience like what it really feels like to have a good experience and i'm not like bashing other technologies out there but i think like ibc is the future it's the now and it's the future it's basically the way that it should be so yeah kepler will get better it's new and it's just it's growing so fast that i don't, I honestly don't think they have enough workforce to keep up with the demand like just it's so crazy like not even that long ago there was only x amount of blockchains connected now it's I don't even know, close to like 40 or so now. And it's going to be even more. And I wrote something back in November that I think there's going to be at least 150 and I stick with it. It's just, it's just so growing right now. So, but yeah, let me, I'll let uh tricky get back to this thing. Cause I think I kind of like hijacked them for a little bit there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Um, hey, thanks for, thanks for the, the feedback. And uh, I really like what you guys, you guys were talking earlier about Terra and um you know, things opening up. I'd love to hear more about that and explore that. I'm going to step down after this. But um, as far as stable coins go, I don't think the world realizes how much we need an actual decentralized stable coin. And UST is, I mean, we, we the, the, the fucking space needs that. You know what I mean? And I, I listened to Duquan, man. Like, I don't even know if I pronounce his name right. I listened to his spaces. He was on a space at duty the other day. And like, dude, the guy's a genius. And what he's doing is amazing. And just to be a purely decentralized stable coin, it's so important. So, yeah, I'm going to uh, be paying attention to you guys. Tom, you were talking about Terra. I'm going to follow you and just see what the hell you were talking about. But thanks, guys. I appreciate the time. Thanks, man. Thanks for talking about Yeah, thanks for dropping in. Great chat. Let's uh, go to Amir first, and then uh, we'll get to you, Tehran. What's up, Amir? Yeah, hi, everyone. Uh, thanks for having me. I had a question uh, for Tom. Like, um, I looked at the Terra ecosystem since about a year and a half ago, and I noticed there was only like about 20 protocols on Terra, up to like uh, about three months, like that. So 20, 25 protocol. Uh, is it is that correct? Uh, at the moment, yeah. There's probably only maybe that many launched, but there's so many others that are you know in the works or about to launch. You know, in the next few months. 
It's just like it's literally like a Cambrian explosion of DAPs happening on Terra at the moment. So yeah, hundred percent. It's um, you know, it's it's a good time to get in, I think, because obviously you can get in kind of you know early into the ecosystem. You get to know everyone within the community as well. It's still like a reasonably small community, and um, but I think you know we're going to see a lot a lot more um, applications and protocols launching on Terra in the next few months. Uh, it's, it's just attracting, obviously, a lot of attention at the moment. And the, the second question I had is, um, there's, of course, Kujira and Anchor and all this. And apparently, I read this uh, not so long ago that is Secret is going to branch out to, to Terra. Is, is, am I correct also on this? Uh, what do you mean, branch out to Terra? Um, like, uh, maybe, maybe there would be, uh, from what I understood, the, the reading is that there would be like a... S A N C S mirror, you know, like uh, we would be able to do the DeFi on mirror with a secret. I, I didn't quite get that part. If we could do the, if mirror and all this protocol will be on secret or, or that secret uh, is going. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because I know Anchor is just actually launched on Avalanche, um, yes, so. Yes. And um, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that um, you know the TFL like and Doe in particular have a lot of connections within secret, uh, like the secret community. And yeah, it really wouldn't surprise me if they started launching or at least creating some sort of cross-chain dApps. Um, you know, some of the big like Anchor or Mirror became cross-chain onto secret. I mean, it's it's so easy now, right? With with um, IBC, I guess, is you can actually have, like I think what's happening with um, Anchor is that they've launched on Avalanche, but it's not like they didn't actually rewrite all the contracts and put them all on Avalanche. All they did was they had they sent like use messages between Avalanche and Terra. So whenever you do something on Avalanche, it actually just uses a bridge to send the messages across, and then it puts it onto um, you know onto Anchor. But it uses it's still using the the Terra smart contracts. They didn't have to sort of double up all the contracts. And I'm, I'm guessing you know with IBC that will will happen the same. Is that you know, instead of like rewriting Anchor, for example, on Secret, they could actually just have some sort of communication between the two chains so that you can log in with your Secret wallet or with Kepler wallet, for example, and interact using um, using Secret. But essentially, you know, all the messages are being sent across to Terra and everything, you know, all the actual processing and everything's being done on the Terra chain in, in the background. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of guessing that's kind of going to be the way of the future is that, you know, app, more and more protocols will use kind of these cross-chain bridges to to um, connect with other chains. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, no problem. Tehran, what's up, Tehran? Yo, good evening to everybody here in the space. I was a little late getting here, got caught up on some shit, but I'm here, here to talk some DeFi. Uh, I'm mostly here to listen for the time being, but Cosmos uh, Host said something, and he said, IBC is the way life should be. Now, I am from Maine, USA. I currently I currently live in Massachusetts, but I'm from Maine. In Maine, um, the, the the saying, the 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 expression there is Maine, the way life should be. And so when he said that, the IBC thing, it really resonated with me. Just IBC is the way it should be. It's that cheap. It should be that easy. That accessible to everybody. You should be able to do everything I. That's just the way it should be. It absolutely is. And yeah, I'm just I'm I'm here to listen for the most part for now, but just wanted to get that out there. 
rock on. Yeah, no, 100%. I'm actually really looking forward to the time when, you know, IBC is actually just something that just happens in the background. I mean, at the moment where, like I was saying earlier, I think we're at such an early stage of this architecture that, you know, we're really kind of working with the bare bones of it. But I'm, I'm sort of seeing that there'll be a future maybe in not – you know, not too distant future that you can use a Kepler wallet and maybe interact with any any protocol on any of the chains in IBC and and kind of not even realize which one you're on. You know, at the moment you have to manually switch between the chains at the top when you when you do that. But I'm pretty sure there'll there'll come a time when you don't even need to do that. It will just like Kepler will just, you know, connect automatically depending on the network, you know, depending on the chain that you're on. You'll be able to see a list of literally all of your tokens all in the one wallet, you know, rather than having to go through each chain, chain by chain. And then, yeah, as I said, you know, protocols will be talking to each other cross chain, you know, as well. And you'll be able to, I mean, you've got this level of composability already that, you know, you can link different protocols up quite easily. I think yeah, a, well, a good example of that would be like with how these NFT marketplaces would work together. Like, Maybe on Stash, you'll be able to buy NFTs that are listed on Passage and Stargaze and um, other NFT marketplaces. And like whenever you buy it, you know, in the background, IBC is happening to like make that transaction happen. But the user doesn't really know. They just see that they clicked on an NFT and bought it in one marketplace and it was listed on another. So I think that's pretty cool. Exactly. And yeah, then it would just get transferred across chain, you know, they can use whatever token they've got on one chain to buy it and it automatically swaps it out for the token that's required and then it moves the NFT back. And yeah, like I think a lot of this sort of stuff will just happen in the background, you know, in the in the future and people, you know, will be able to and I, I think IBC is kind of perfectly positioned for that as well, really, because it is, you know, the communication is already built, it's like baked into the the, the infrastructure. And so it just allows, to, you know, to almost be infinitely scalable, I guess, and that, you know, you can have so many different chains connected to it. And yeah, that's going to, that's going to be really useful, obviously, when, when certain chains get congested, like we were talking before, they can, you know, certain protocols can just branch out easily and, you know, spawn their own chain off and, and keep operating. Yeah, I think another good example of that, like either, like historically, the original iPhone didn't have a camera. And like we have a lot of like, you know, these early my, my point there is like we're, we're just so early. There's so many features that we can't even think of yet that are going to become standard. You know, we're, we're, we're very early. And like what you were just saying about, you know, it's going to happen in the background. So many of us are using like, the, you know, Sam network or what device or that we're all using because it's all happening in the background. We're all be, he, able to be here in the same space together. And, you know, all the other shit's happening in the background. And I think that's a good example of what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly what I'm talking about. That's right. You know, it's kind of become like, I mean, Twitter itself, right? I mean, the internet in general is kind of, it's become a unified space. But you're right, people are connecting to it through all sorts of different devices, different connections, different types of, you know, internet, different service providers whatever but in the end it kind of you know it becomes like a unified experience from for the user yeah it's not like i can only talk to other people using iphones or you can only talk to other people using androids or whatever um and it it, it almost you know doesn't matter and the user doesn't notice and I, i'm guessing you know crypto in general will, will move more and more towards that as as these bridges start to open up between between all the chains what's up Amir? I had a question also for you, Tom. Excuse me. Uh, it's um, there is a lot of uh, institution like going to Ethereum 
and and I didn't get the, the time to and chance to see if, the, if those institutions are also going to uh, Terra or or did you not hear about it? Uh, there's a lot of institutional adoption on Terra, actually. Yeah, I don't know if you heard, like, um, but they just raised like a billion dollars from a, a, a range of big um, big companies. I think there was Three Arrows and uh, Jump Capital and, you know, a few other very large sort of institutions uh, just invested a billion dollars in, in Terra and that was to buy a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin, which is going to be used to, to sort of stabilize the, you know, the reserves um, for, for UST. Um, so yeah, look, I think there is a lot of, I think a lot of institutional investment is really starting to happen uh, in the Terra network and, and probably because I guess, you know, like Woke was saying before, like, you know, people are really starting to realize the importance of having a decentralized, you know, decentralized stable coin. Uh, there's no point in having a decentralized network if uh, the, the main, you know, one of the main components of it is is a centralized stable coin that kind of defeats the whole purpose. So. Yeah, I think that's why Terra in particular is attracting a lot of attention at the moment. People are really seeing the importance of that. So, Tom, aren't you aren't you a little bit bothered that if all these institutions they come, that the the network won't be so decentralized anymore? Um, ah, look, I think you know it's just something that has to be dealt with, right? Like it's yeah, I don't think that there's there's a way to avoid that, unfortunately. And I'm hoping that, you know, as even as institutions come on board, just the, the nature of the technology sort of decentralizes things. Um, and I think that's a, that's a really cool thing about crypto, right, is it, is it kind of distributes the value more fairly amongst all the participants of the system. Whereas I think traditional technology like Web2 technology, it really was designed for, for monopolies. You know, look at Facebook, look at Google, you know, look at Amazon. They've completely monopolized the space. And they've 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 kept all of the value for themselves, almost you know themselves and their shareholders. Whereas I think what what blockchain enables is it enables a lot of that value to be distributed amongst all the users. So as these institutions come on to Terra or any other blockchain for that matter, some of that capital or some of that money is going to be distributed to all of the the token holders. Um, and so that means that we all benefit from that, right? It's it's not like they're just going to move in and completely monopolize the space. I mean, you, you literally can't really do that on you know with blockchain. Um, so yeah, I don't think I don't think it has to be a negative thing. I think it's it's actually going to activate a lot of old capital, which was probably you know locked into sort of these monopolies or these massive institutions or old kind of family money, and you know that that capital is going to move on to the chain and it's going to be more more evenly distributed amongst everybody and i think that's going to create a lot of innovation in the world like and in the blockchain space in particular thank you very much sir no pleasure i got a question for the team um i was talking to simon earlier um about you know why can't we have uh kepler with uh, the uh loop um finance dashboard since a lot of the cosmonauts love using kepler you know, what what would you think about adding Kepler? Is that is that even an option at this point or not? Actually, I yes. When Simon mentioned that to me this morning, I actually contacted. We've got a, a small team of devs working on on wallets, and I contacted them straight away and said, like, "Hey guys, how can we connect Kepler to Terra?" You know, I mean, obviously there's already a Terra wallet in Kepler, but you can't actually use Kepler at the moment to um, sign transactions. On Terra, so but I, I really don't think it, it it's it's probably not a um, 
it's probably not a big job, um, to be honest, in order to to make it so that it can. We probably just have to connect Kepler up with the um, like the Wallet Connect SDK or something, which which Terra uses, um, so that people can use Kepler to sign transactions on on Terra. Yeah, so it's something we'll be looking at, and you know, uh, maybe even working with the Kepler team to try to uh, to get that get that happening. Yeah, that would be huge, huge for everybody in Cosmos. Yeah, yeah it really doesn't make like it, it doesn't make any their, sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that it can't. Right, there's no point in having a Terra wallet in Kepler if you can't actually use it to um, sign transactions. Uh, so yeah, I think look, it's just obviously you know Terra is only recently connected to IBC, so it's they're still at the very. Like I said, we literally just got the relayer up yesterday. You know, working again between Cosmos and and Terra. Um, so, you know, we're still so early with this, um, you know, with, with the Terra IBC connection, um, that, you know, I'm guessing these sort of things are going to, you know, it's, it's the next, obviously the next step in the process is to connect the Kepler wallet up and, and get that happening. Yeah, that would be gigantic. Cause I know myself, I would love to just, I like messing around. I'm a completely full blown DJ and I would love to just be like, all right, I'm gonna take some secret or Osmo and go over to loop instantly right through my Kepler and not have to worry about, you know, nothing against Terra Station Wallet. I have one as well, but it, I just think they just both need to just, you know, interoper, you know, just ba basically it's just effortless. You just, okay, I just want to send it over regardless of which wallet I would prefer. And then that's the end of that. And then you could just do what you have to do. So that, that would be great. Huge, actually. Yeah, hundred percent. In fact, if anyone has a contact uh, on the Kepler team, um, hit us up, and we'll we'll reach out to them, and you know, see see how we can work together to to get that happening. Yeah, I could talk. I could I could talk to you about that. Uh, Josh is part of like Osmos too, and he's one of the guys that basically builds out Kepler. So the the only problem with Kepler is, and it's not a it's not a negative against them. Is it's just so it's fat like IBC's grown so fast and. So many projects, they're, they they want to integrate instantly with it, and it's just kind of like you're in line, you know. Hey, you're in you're in line, at, you know, waiting for for service, so to speak. And it's just, but that would I don't see it like you're saying. I don't think that would be too complicated, you know. Just this some sort of integration right through like the website, so to speak, right on Loop, where we could just connect. Because I know when when um the bridges are up and running on Osmosis, you're going to be able to just use your MetaMask like with no problem. So I don't see why we can't do that with, you know, Terra, you know, Terra's ecosystem and vice versa. I mean, it kind of already is like that. I mean, I think right now, though, like Terra Station, you have to. So if you're like a, you have Luna and you want to come over to Osmos, I think right now the best way of doing it is just to, up, to uh, insert your, your seed phrase into your Kepler wallet from Terra. And then you can automatically just be able to send UST and Terra or Luna right over. So I don't know if it's going to be the same premise with like, if I want to send my Osmo over to loop that I need to put my, uh, my uh, Kepler wallet or my seed phrase into Terra and be able to do it. I don't know if that's what they're going to do or not. I hope not, but I mean, it is what it is. If I have to. Currently you can use the Terra bridge. I think you still need a Terra station wallet, but, um, if you put uh, your Kepler on one side and your Terra Station on the other, you can actually transfer straight through Terra Bridge. You select both assets. Um, I think it's only Osmo and Secret currently. Um, or you can go the other way as well from UST. That's an easy way to do it. 
Uh, yeah, I actually chatted to the Bridge team yesterday. Who, if you guys haven't checked out, check out bridge.terra.money. It's um, the bridge that um, Terra is the main Terra bridge. Um, but I chatted to the team yesterday who's building that and, and asked them if they could actually uh, integrate it with Cosmos as well. Uh, so hopefully Cosmos will be on there soon. But yeah, look, I think obviously the ideal solution here would be just for Kepler to be able to be used uh, with um, any of the Terra any of the Terra apps. I mean, that that would be ideal uh, because Terra Station is obviously just limited to, um, you know, to Terra only. Um, so, yeah, I think, look, it's something that we'll be working on. We actually have a, a very large dev team. We've got like, you know, 30 or 40 full-time devs. So uh, we'll probably put some resources onto that and maybe, you know, hopefully help actually help out the, the Kepler team and we can build out that part and then just have it integrated into, into Kepler which would be cool because I guess we really see the value in, you know, the value that can be shared between the chains uh, by, by making these bridges and these communication channels uh, easier for people. Tom, just a quick question. Um, why, why did, why did you guys decide to build on Terra and not, you know, just to do it a different way? What, uh, what attracted you so much to Terra? Um, look, the main reason is because, um, I mean, apart from having a software background, I actually have a background like in, in a range of different business areas, including like some more traditional hospitality type, you know, bricks and mortar type businesses. Um, and I've sort of, you know, been looking, you know, ever since I've been interested in crypto, which has been a long time now, I've been wondering like, okay, how are we going to bring crypto to the mainstream? Right. Like, you know, it's, it's cool and it's got its, you know, it's its own thing, but you know, there, there has to be some real world adoption at some point. And by that, I mean, you know, being able to use your crypto to pay at local merchants, for example, like go down the street and buy a pizza with, you know, with your crypto, you don't necessarily want to have to transfer it to fiat every time you want to be actually able to do something useful. Um, so obviously, you know, I was thinking, and we're actually building out, you know, a couple of other applications apart from uh, what you see on the, the loop finance website. Uh, we're building out some applications which are designed for real-world businesses. In fact, hopefully we'll be working with, we're in Melbourne in Australia, hopefully we'll be working with the city of Melbourne in the next few months uh, to build out a wallet that can be used uh, at all the, the local businesses in, in the city here. Um, and so Terra is perfect for that because it does have all of these fiat stablecoins, right? And if you're a merchant, you know, in Australia, you want to be able to accept, you know, an Australian dollar like AUT, you know, which is a Terra Australian dollar stablecoin, uh, is is perfect for you because you know you don't want to be accepting a, a volatile cryptocurrency. You know, if someone pays you twenty bucks for a pizza, you don't want that to twenty bucks to be only worth fifteen dollars by the time you actually get the money, because there's the market dipped twenty five percent. You know, so I mean, for, for real world merchants, obviously having stablecoins in their currency is is the thing which is going to allow them to adopt uh, adopt this technology easily. So yeah, that that's probably the main reason I guess that uh, that we chose Terra to build on. That's our kind of really sort of you know medium term goal for. The loop is, is to start making it, um, you know, using it for payments, uh, being able to use Terra for payments at, at regular businesses. Um, sir, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep bothering you. But um, about the scalability, like uh, since there's only like 24 protocols for now, um, when there will be like much more, um, is, is the network like um, ready to to um, absorb all, all the, these new users with the uh, GameFi and NFT is only blue chip on NFT on, on Terra, like mostly, no, I'm not going to say only, but mostly. But when there's going to be more and more users, will, will, the, will there be scalability issues? 
No, I think the network's, I mean, the network's stable and it can handle a lot of transactions. Transactions are super cheap at the moment. Like I think it's like three or four cents for a transaction. Uh, there's like 10,000 transactions per second capable of the, the network handling. I mean, you know, Ethereum has way more users and, you know, it's it's a lot slower. So I think, yeah, there's still plenty of room for uh, for growth without any sort of network error, network issues. I think that's one of the beauties of um, IBC is that it can really absorb a lot of um, a lot of you know stress on the network because there's so many different chains and different projects. Not everything is just running on one chain, you know. It's pretty spread out. Exactly. Yeah, and like we were saying before, it doesn't have to. You know, as soon as Loop gets too big to run on Terra, we can just you know spawn a. Uh, our own chain and you know just start just start running on that but still be connected to the rest of the the ibc ecosystem yeah so it's 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 really well designed for scalability you know better than almost better than any other any other technology i'd say even you know i haven't really looked into um you know polka dot but i you know even that from what i understand is limited you know to what they have like 200 parachains or something it's limited to Whereas I think, you know, obviously Cosmos is, is probably almost unlimited. Thanks, Tom. Amir, you have another question? No, I won't be bothering Tom anymore. Thank you. <laughs> thanks. No bother at all, Amir. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. We want to know as well, like, how can we best add value to you guys, like across the Cosmos? And you know, obviously we're looking to uh, integrate across, you know, to, to different communities and and serve people from across the cosmos, not so, not just in Terra. So yeah, just a question to you guys as well. How can we best help? How can we best serve you guys um, and add value? I think you guys are hitting it right on the nail with like the way you're going to have your education platform. I think that's it's so hard to just get to to everybody. No matter how many people are out there doing it, and how hard we try, you know, and we like record these spaces. We invite people all the time. There's People that show up and learn, but there's still so many that that miss it. Um, so, like every little bit of help in the education department helps. It's just it's just so so important for people like when they're coming over and adopting new things because there's not really just like an instruction manual or you know or like a support desk that you can that you can reach out to. So having something like a like a learning platform that is where they're already going to to like use their funds and interact with these blockchains is I think going to be something that's really valuable. Um, for me, I think that you guys are hitting it right on the nail with that. And I just would love to see that just be applied throughout the ecosystem, you know, and not specifically just, just for Terra, but for all Cosmos change. Yeah. And to, and to touch on that, like Tom explained it pretty well earlier is that you're not even going to know you're using a technology. And for example, I know I've said this like weeks ago and I've said it multiple times, but you know, okay, you want me to send you Osmo, you can just send me any of your Kepler enabled addresses, you want to, whatever it is, and I can just send it to that, and it'll just automatically go in there, there won't be any issues. Um, it, it Eventually, and that's the, one of the reasons I liked Axlar when we we're talking about bridging over from other blockchains that aren't Cosmo, they don't, they didn't enable Cosmos SDK, because it's built on Cosmos SDK. And people will literally be able to say, okay, I have this Ethereum on my Coinbase account and they just want to bring it over to IBC or like Osmosis. They could just do it and not even know they're wrapping it or what's going on. And realistically, if you think about it, that's what IBC is right now. We're all we're all sovereign blockchains and we're sending over basically data from one planet to another and we don't have prefixes on it. It's not like, hey, 
we're sending over this this Luna Luna to Osmo. Now it's Osmo Luna. It's just Luna. And like that's and that's what people don't realize that that's what it's doing right now. And we're so early and eventually it's gonna be even better and better and better. And we just gotta give it time. So I'm really interested and optimistic about the future and you know i just think we're we're on the right train and it's going to be great that anyone and i don't want to say like kepler 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 but i just want it to be a you can use whatever your preference of wallet is your preference and that's it you don't have to do all these like crazy things to send one thing over to another you can just do it and i think that will be in the near future i don't really see that taking that long for that to happen you want to use terra station wallet the whole time then do it you want to use Kepler to do it. You want to use MetaMask? Go ahead. A, I think that's not out of the realm of possibilities in the very near future. So I'm hoping so at least. Yeah, yeah I think I, so too. Oh, sorry, Simon, go on. Go, go ahead, Tom. You're right. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I think there's a small um, you know, issue to be worked out with IBC, and that is, you know, it was like I was saying earlier, in the show that I, you know, I moved from at, some atom from osmosis across to uh, Terra, and obviously it still comes through as atom, but it's a it's a different token to atom which has been moved across from Cosmos. You know, so even though they both represent the the atom token, they're kind of both two versions of you know wrapped atom essentially. Uh, but you know, f- from a Dex's perspective, it's quite tricky because they look like two different tokens. Um, and you couldn't actually have a pool. You can't have a single pool which contains both of those tokens in it. So you'd actually have to have, you know, like two different pools. So, you know, I mean, that's probably something that we need to work on too, you know, from the DEX side is is be able to create a DEX which can have a pool in it which has, you know, any number of versions of, of the Atom token, say. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's lots of these sort of little issues to work out, you know, where we're still so early with this this technology. But, uh, you know, these are all the things that will get smoothed out uh, and as, Tom, we, as we move and, forward. And Tom, I can just tell by listening, you're obviously a little bit more behind the scene when it comes to building and tech than I am. Do you think like oracles help with that part of it? Um, in what sense? In the sense of like knowing exactly, okay, so if I sent over uh, my atom from Osmo to, to loop, it would know like exactly how much like instantaneously. And then it would be able to just like, tr- I guess just transmit data quicker and realize, cause I know what you're talking about. So like if I sent over Adam to loop and then I try to instantly send it from loop to another blockchain or send it back. Cause I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this transaction. Sometimes it'll just not work because like you're saying it doesn't because it technically is a different form of Adam than other atoms. So I get what you mean. I I just I'm just like start brainstorming right now. I didn't know if like oracles can help with that. So yeah, I don't a- know if they will. I think actually, I, probably what will happen is I think I maybe mentioned earlier was um, hopefully the wallets themselves will actually take care of that. You know, so if I do try to transfer Adam from Osmosis to Terra, it will route it automatically through Cosmos for me. So you know, otherwise it will will end up probably just too confusing. You'll have so many versions of Atom. You know, you could literally have one version of Atom for every single chain in you know in the IB, in IBC amongst all of the IBC chains. So you know, it might end up a little bit too too complicated. I think the simpler solution would be yeah for the wallets themselves to to do the routing efficiently. So you only end up with sort of one version of of Atom you know, on every chain. Nice. 
Yeah, I think that's, that's where we're lacking the with, with the wallets. I, and that'll come. I think that's kind of like the back end. I feel like the guys are just building the blockchains, and then you know the the end of it's kind of the the wallets right now. But I think there's going to be a big wallet push soon, where that's kind of just their key focus is just straight up wallets and making it better for the user. So. Yeah, helps. I think, I mean, a part of the problem, obviously, at the moment is it's hard to monetize a wallet, right? I mean, you know, MetaMask have kind of tried to do it now with their in-wallet swaps, and I guess that kind of thing will become more, uh, you know, more common that, what you know, wallets will find ways to, to monetize and to get revenue. But at the moment, a lot of the times, you know, people building wallets are doing it, you know, not out of the good of their hearts, but, you know, they're, 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 it's not necessarily like a very lucrative uh, kind of project to work on so there's probably not enough funding really for wallets you know like you were saying like kepler's backed up they've got a massive backlog and you know it's probably because they don't have enough funding to to be able to build out such a massive team and the reason is because you know that they, they, they don't have like a really good revenue stream in fact they probably don't have a revenue stream at all um so yeah look i guess that'll change you know as wallets do find ways to to monetize then you know they'll be able to build out bigger teams and you know put more time into so ironing out all these user experience kind of bumps. Yeah, so that's what we need for full adoption, though, because I just look at it from an older person's perspective. They would be so confused. They're like, I need to use this Terra Station wallet, and then I need to use Kepler, and then I use the, I need, <laughs> yeah. like they're, they're gonna, They don't even know how to turn on the damn computer, let alone do all this. So, you know, like, I just want it to be so simple for these people where they want to invest in like like Luna or Osmo, and they just click a button, and that's it. They don't even know what just happened, but they know, like, look, I got I got 100 Luna now. Or, you know, like that's that's what we need to do to make this thing like really work and for it to take off we just need to make it so simple for everyone exactly i mean it needs to be like coinbase right like you don't know which chain you're interacting on on coinbase i mean that's a good thing about centralized exchanges is that you know you can interact with 100 different chains even though you're not really interacting with the chain i mean it's all off chain but you can you can interact with 100 different chains assets you know all in the one place and the experience is identical uh, for each one, you know, it doesn't change from from asset to asset like it does when you're going from sort of decks to decks. So yeah, you're right. Look, I think you know these the sort of user experiences is, will become you know as we build out more and more of the sort of foundational layer uh, of the of the tech. You know, the next layer is obviously the user experience layer, and I mean that's what we're heavily focused on at Loop as well is is building out that user experience layer as, as sort of smoothly as possible, you know, making it easy for people to learn. Obviously, education is the first step, but then the second step is just to make the user experience smooth as well. You know, it's easy for them to buy, you know, to set up a wallet, easy for them to get some UST in their wallet, easy for them to start interacting with things. Like all of that has to be, you know, it has to be so intuitive. Yeah, but, you know, I guess that's the point we're up to now in development is just starting to, to improve that. So you guys are pruning like a one single wallet, but isn't it better to have different wallets? And and I don't understand how, how it can be like a complicated. If you if you know how to use Kepler, you know how to use XDFi. If you know how to use XDFi, it's, it's basically the same thing. There are stations. Is, is, um, so yeah, I, but I, we're you're, you're talking about for, people that are in crypto. I'm just talking about like your mother or your grandmother. You know what I mean? They're yes, not going yes, to use my, it. My, if my mother can set up Kepler, she can set up TerraSwap, and she does. She knows. She knows how to. My my kid, he's ten years old. He knows how to how to put MetaMask transfer and all this. 
So it's, 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 it's <laughs> you, you, you've obviously got you've obviously got a very smart mother because I'll yeah, tell you what, right? Tra- your mother's the, your mother's awesome. <laughs> my, my mother friend, like she can barely she uses Facebook and she's like, hey, like what what's going on here? I'm like, oh, no, she she, she doesn't know how to use she doesn't know how to use Facebook, but she knows I I send her money with the with all these crypto, so she, she understands that I teach her and then she understands. But even for security reasons, isn't it better to have like different wallets then? I don't think it's better to have different wallets. I think it's better just to make sure that you know you're using a ledger essentially for 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 your wallet. I mean, that's the best form of security. I don't necessarily think that having. I mean, obviously, I guess having a bunch of wallets is safer in a way. If if one gets hacked, then you know you've still got all the others. Uh, but I mean, if you're using proper security on on one wallet, then there's no reason why why it should happen. And I I do think it'd be way easier for the user experience. Like in the future, I don't think people are going to want to have three or four wallets they're going to just want to have one wallet which you know takes care of everything for them in the background and that you know that's why i guess something like xdefi is cool but you know it's still a, a complicated user experience you know for crypto people it's easy but for, for normies i think it's 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 tricky for sure and i think even kepler's the same hey simon go ahead simon i think yeah tom touched the nail on the head i think a big thing that we've focused on is so much the user experience of i think our official tagline we came up with the other day is the big decks that does sex things, right? And uh, it's to do with the fact that, like, what if we could take parts of all these centralized platforms that attract all the normies, like Coinbase and Binance, and what do they do best um, in terms of user experience and user, you know, user flow, and how can we add that to a dex? Because typically, even if you look at SushiSwap and Uniswap, the experience is not tailored to, to newbies. It's not. It's tailored to people that have been in DeFi crypto for a long time. So how can we take all of these different things and build them into a DEX where they're using a DEX, but they don't even maybe know that they're using a DEX. It feels just like using Coinbase, right? And they've got learning. You know, they might be farming on the farm page. We're building a farming wizard, which will allow someone to, um, you know, farm with, with two clicks or three clicks from any, you know, any asset straight into a farm. Uh, and then having education built in, like, you know, maybe like a little uh, pop-up box that's like, okay, how do you add to farms? How do you do this? What is farming? Uh, and just building this whole user experience around an ecosystem where users can come in, they can come in um, through UST, and then they'll be able to use the whole cosmos from you know one ecosystem. They'll be able to you know buy Osmo in secret and send assets easily and and transfer and farm and do all sorts of things in the one place. And I think that's the future. Yeah, I think so too. I think for mass adoption, definitely, we 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 need to get there. For sure. And I think hopefully that's the way we're headed. Train tickets, what's going on? Good evening, all. Um, I came in a little bit late to this, and I'm not super familiar with uh, Loop Finance, though I am very interested. Um, One of the things that struck me um, when I saw the name coming up a couple of times over the last couple of months was whether or not there was any connection to Loop Finance, or sorry, to Loop Capital, rather. Um, but based on the conversation I've just been listening to, I don't think that that's the case. Um, no, no, right? no, no, no connection okay. to Loop Capital. Yeah, it's Thank totally God. separate. Thank Christ. Okay, good. <laughs> um, you, prob- you probably hear a little bit of Aussie twang in my voice. I lived in Melbourne for 13 years and I got stuck back here during the pandemic, so I'm keen to get back there at some point. So on a side note, I'd love to connect at some point and see what kind of opportunities there might be given that it's – having landed over here in Europe during the pandemic is what got me into crypto. 
deep into it and now I'm up to my neck <laughs> and uh, I'm keen to look for opportunities in the crypto space to potentially work. Um, my coding experience is almost zero, but my written expression and communication skills are A1, taught English for 10 years and all that kind of stuff. But I guess one of the things that maybe I could connect with you at another time about that, but one of the things that popped out in the conversation we were just discussing there about different wallets and whether that's necessary or not, I really have a vision for the cosmos in my mind when I think about it in an abstract sense of, you know, pushing the the independence of the chains that are connected in within the ecosystem so that people start to utilize them for their different benefits. So you might have Juno and you might have a store of UST that you use for sort of hot transactions off the cuff if you want to have liquidity you know on the um, ready to deploy but you might use Juno for you know minting nfts or deploying smart contracts or whatever it might be but you also want to have a store of Neta, and you want to make sure that you've got some atom staked and that you're partaking in governance and you're using osmo on the decks and you know all the different coins are different services so when we think about you know your fpos card or whatever and you've got your checking account your savings account your credit account whatever it might be um speaking specifically in australia i don't know how it is elsewhere but that's how i see the independent chains as contributing to a financial system where people have total and utter control over their money and they can determine which currency in which currency it sits for whatever purposes they feel are most sort of salient to their own position in life so yeah that's just a, it, it when you were discussing it there, it kind of crystallized that idea for me, and I just thought I'd like to share it. That's all. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Thanks. Um, that's that's a, a great vision for sure. And yeah, look, if you want to get involved in Loop, just start um, writing articles on our uh, community platform. Anyone can start writing content on there. You know, providing value to the community. You can earn some tokens for doing it. It's just a great way to get started, especially if you know you're, you're interested in crypto and you're you're a good educator or you know a good communicator. Um, then you know it's a, a easy way to get get involved and you know start interacting with the rest of the community as well, and you know kind of work up from there. So yeah, definitely get on there. For sure, I'll check it out. Thank you, Mayor. Hey guys, hello. Hi Tom. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. It's going well. Hey, I'm looking at the website right now, and uh, I like it. It's it's very nice. It's clean, and it looks like it's very easy to navigate. And I see um, you've got the learn, um, where you've got some t tutorial online uh, tutorials, intro to crypto, intro to Terra, and then you got some other stuff coming. It, it looks very nice. Um, I, I did have a question. Um, it looks like the NFT section, it says, um, coming soon. And it's just kind of like, uh, what's the plan with NFTs? It looks like, can you earn loop tokens with, uh, with the NFTs or and help me help explain the difference between the loop and the loop R. It seems like, um, like if you join the community, you can learn, earn the loop R tokens. Exactly. Yeah. If you join the community, you can learn and the loop R tokens and the loop tokens are connected more to the decks uh, and in the future to the NFT marketplace. But yeah, just on your question about the NFTs, we're actually going to launch probably in, in a couple of weeks. Um, 
And we're sort of pioneering uh, what we're calling DeFi NFTs, which is essentially like yield-bearing NFTs. So the idea is you'll be able to provide a like a liquidity position on the DEX uh, and then take your LP tokens, use those to actually mint an NFT, uh, which will then pay a yield out over a fixed period of time. So it might pay like, you know, 200 loop per day for six months or something like that. Uh, so that's one type of NFT, like LP bonds. Um, and then the other one will just be a, a yield-bearing NFT, which means that it'll just have a certain number of tokens attached to it. And that can be used for a whole lot of things, like projects can, could raise money using by selling these NFTs. You know, it's a good way of distributing their tokens, like it's essentially a way of vesting their tokens because people who buy the NFTs then have to stake them in order to, to claim the, the rewards which are attached to that NFT. Um, so yeah, we're looking at kind of building out a, a whole range of different sort of DeFi NFTs. So I think, you know, DeFi is awesome, but it's it's actually very confusing for a lot of people. And, you know, talking about normies, it's kind of, you know, for them to get their head around farming is is quite tricky. But if you can just say, hey, just buy this NFT, stake it, and you'll earn this much over this period of time, uh, that's something which anyone can understand, right? Like it's 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 a really easy way for people to um, to... I guess it's an easy way for us to kind of package up more complicated or complex financial products into like a very simple uh, product, which is an NFT, which people can then just simply stake and, and earn from rather than having to do, you know, all the complexities of DeFi in the background. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of our vision for that. Okay, great. And um, another question I see. Um, on coin market cap, it looks like the the protocol launched back in August of twenty one, and there was one one billion loop tokens at Genesis. Um, is that is that when you guys launched on in connection with Terra? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we launched we launched on Terra then. Exactly. Okay. So there's there's a billion tokens, but I think the circulating supply is like only one hundred and twenty million at the moment or something. The tokens okay. will be emitted over five years. Okay. All right. Very interesting. And then um, it says, uh, yeah, I'm just so I, I'm not that familiar with Terra. I've, I've, I do have a Terra Station wallet, but I, so I know like Astroport is like the, it's kind of like the homegrown um, exchange, but it, it looks like um, you guys are just an, and also a DEX that's going to be running on Terra also. Yeah, look, we actually we actually launched before Astroport, but Astroport has the backing of like Delphi yeah. and some other very big institutions, so they were obviously able to you know get a lot of liquidity really quickly, uh -huh. um, you know, just from all of their partners essentially. So yeah, they've they've got a lot more liquidity than we have, but we're kind of I mean we're a Dex, but we're also working on a bunch of other products. Right. So right. you know we're tr we're trying to be kind of more than just a Dex, I guess. By well, you know, in, yeah. But I think definitely Terra is big enough for several DEXs. Let's just put it that way. And it, it looks like you guys are going to be bringing some other um, opportunities with, um, you know, trying to build a community and also with the NFT project. So I, very interesting. I, 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 like I said, the, the website's very clean and it looks good. So uh, I really like it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, look, I think there's so much room on Terra for you know for a, for a number of dexes at least because obviously, you know, there's going to be so many, and now especially with IBC and with Wormhole, like all the bridges, there's just so many potential, you know, so many assets that can potentially be 
uh, on Terra. And, you know, we're starting to bring some new assets across now, even, you know, with Osmo and Secret and, and Adam uh, onto Terra and, and listing those pairs. So, yeah, look, there's, you know, I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of room there for, for a number of different protocols. So, so yeah. that's all. Uh, I didn't, I haven't checked yet, but do you guys have bonding periods when you do your LP polls? Um, not really. No, um, we have options that people can, in fact, we're about to have an option where people can, uh, you know, lock, uh, lock their tokens up for longer and receive like a higher yield by through an auto compounding function. Um, but at the moment we don't really have, we don't really have a bonding period. No, you so, can get, you can move in and out whenever you want. Well, uh, it's, so, about seven, no, it's about seven days, right? Oh, that's right. We do have a seven day. Yeah, that's right. I think we're even going to reduce that down actually. Simon, you you can probably speak more on that. We've got Simon, our CTO here. Hey, everyone. Yes, good, good, good conversations going here. Yeah. yeah, so we're what we're doing is we're, we're enabling an option for auto daily compounding. So, you know, we're aware of the new legislation that's coming out in the States uh, and, and a few other countries will probably follow where when you harvest your farming rewards, then you need to pay tax on it at that point in time. So we want to enable uh, an auto compounding functionality where users can just Click a button that will extend their minimum farming period, but in return, we will just auto compound for our users. Otherwise, if you don't want to do that, then you, you can just farm your rewards, harvest them um, every seven days. It's still a seven day period. That would be great because, like myself, I'm I do about 15 hours a day, at least five, six days a week. And my time, you know, I would love to get more exposure to, to other, like, for example, like I've, I have a nice bag of Luna. And I've always wanted to go venture off into the Luna's ecosystem. I just don't have the time, but I would love to just just click a button and, you know, okay, here's X amount of Luna or, okay, here's my secret or Osmo and let me get in this pool and then just basically sit and forget, you know, and then that would be perfect because I don't have all the time to be flipping around all the time. So that would be great if, if that that's a feature that you guys have. That's why I asked about the LP pools. Like, okay, I could just – lock it up and then just basically that's it so that'd be that'd exactly be Love it. so so simon random question maybe you'd be able to answer this so does when you become like the custodian to auto compound those rewards for somebody do you have to at that point have like the uh custodial license to do that or or is that not totally separate because i okay yeah, so so our smart contracts manage all that for us. So from a technical point of view, there's there are two contracts. There's the farming contract, and then there's a auto compounding contract. So when you do opt in for auto compounding, then that contract is the custodian, and it will manage everyone's yield, and it will auto compound it for them. So yeah, we we we're just trying to go along the, the decentralized route as much as possible, and just have it. It's it's essentially. Our, the users having control over their funds, and all we're doing is is creating the contracts, getting them audited, and creating a you know a beautiful and simple UI, um, and then as Tom was saying, building another eight or nine products all around the decks that utilizes the decks. So once you're in that, you know, auto compounding farming contract, let's just say it's two months in, you know, it's it's a beautiful position, and you want to make it tradable then you can convert that position into an LP NFT and then put it up on the market as a good looking NFT with either 
you know, uh, an image of your choosing, one of our images, or even um, taking an NFT that you purchased on BrokenSea, I like that word, uh, porting it over using the bridge to loop and then wrapping, you know, just a standard NFT in utility, which is your auto compounding farming position, and then make that tradable. That's super, that's super cool. That's going to make it so much funner. And like, you know, you're going to be able to like merge the value of two different things. And yep. that's actually really exciting. Yeah, yeah, we're actually, we're actually really interested to see how people value these NFTs, right? Because I mean, at the moment, people are valuing NFTs, you know, by the collection or, or whatever. So it's mainly based on the artwork. It's mainly based on kind of, I guess, also the team and the community behind that. Um, but now we're adding kind of like this DeFi layer in, you know, this yield layer into the NFTs. We're wondering whether people are going to value it still as kind of like an NFT, you know, in terms of you know, based on the artwork or based on the collection or the community, or whether they're going to value it based on the yield that it's potent- that it's going to pay out, or whether it's going to end up with some sort of hybrid value, you know, where they value it sort of, you know, on 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 a bit of both, like based on a bit of both. So. Yeah, it's it's kind of quite a new product, I guess, that we're introducing, and we're really sort of curious to see how the how the community and how people react to it. Train tickets. Looks like you have another question. Uh, yeah, I just I just popped into my head there as I was listening to you talk about the NFTs. I'm I'm quite heavily involved in the NFTs on Ethereum, and I've minted quite a few on um, on Stargaze in the last in the last week, but. Um, I, I really think we're at the cusp of a real leap out into the void when it comes to NFTs and what they can represent. You know, like in my best efforts to talk to family and friends about NFTs, you know, to get past that whole owning digital rights to a JPEG. You know, it's it's trying to talk to them when it comes to things like PFP projects and big communities like, for example, Bored Apes or Dead Fellows or whatever. They are, I try and say that the artwork is simply an image, a unique image printed on the front of your membership card. And you are a member of a global community and you have, you know, that community acts in the interests of its members and the members work with the community to move the community forward. And that can lead to all sorts of things like acquisition of digital land in the metaverse. It can lead to real life collaborative projects, clothing, etc loads of different things and it's the possibilities are endless but i'm deeply interested in the other applicability of of nfts when it comes to ownership and registering ownership on the blockchain as this sort of repository of evidence-based stuff and i'm I'm obviously coming from a gamestop background as well where you know failures to deliver on on short selling and so forth has left us with a bit of a financial mess in our hands so I, I'm just really bullish on the notion of individual, verifiable, trustless uh, NFTs as as tokens of ownership, and interested to see where that goes in terms of staking and uh, deriving value from them too. I think the idea of describing them solely, and I'm not saying you are, but the idea of describing them solely as related specifically to JPEGs is fast losing traction i think maybe not in the mainstream but certainly within the community it's evolving by the day at a frenetic pace so, yeah. yeah look yeah no 100 percent. I, I didn't mean that as far as jpeg i was sort of you know referring to the community side of it as well and but that's right i think i think there is so much potential you know for nfts and i actually went to like a talk here in melbourne the other day some 
a few a group of local kids, essentially kids. I mean, you know, the early twenties, like maybe even late teens, had kind of started this little NFT kind of um, networking day or something. And they said, you know, just a few months ago, there were like six or eight people would turn up, and now, you know, only a couple of months later, they've already got literally hundreds of people turning up uh, to these okay. events that they're running. And yeah, I, I think that the interest in NFTs is going to to just explode because I mean, people love pretty pictures, right? Like, I mean, you know, sure. I know it's not just a pretty picture, but people can really identify with, with pretty pictures. And I mean, you know, we're always, you know, people, especially, you know, young people these days, they're always on Pinterest and Instagram and, you know, everything's very visual. I mean, you know, tokens are cool, but they really only, you know, are interesting for people who are into numbers and, you know, not that many people in the world are into numbers, whereas everyone in the world is into pictures. Um, so I think, you know, the, the potential for NFTs to kind of take crypto mainstream or even take DeFi mainstream, you know, and appeal to like the mass market is, is really high. I think even Woke said before, you know, he doesn't like NFTs are a part of his, um, you know, just a small part of his portfolio, but it's the part which actually gives him the most pleasure. And so I think, you know, yeah, merging those two, two worlds is going to be, going to be really interesting. Absolutely. Especially when they're, you know, the the unification of kind of, um, well, say real life, but AR, uh, AR kind of uh, use case for for avatars. You know, they 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 rendered into three D. They're usable within the metaverse. They become avatars that you can identify with, and obviously the endless play that can be involved in terms of how you construct a digital version of yourself within the metaverse is going to be huge because it gives people freedom and total expression you know room yeah well even even look even look at themselves look at even the avatars here in um in this twitter spaces like half of them yeah. are nfts <laughs> probably more than half of them are nfts so yeah it's already exactly. becoming it's already becoming a big thing let's bloody hope so because uh the fucking market's about to crash <laughs> anybody else have any questions for loop please uh, request to speak speak or forever hold your peace yeah. So I, what, have, I have another question. Go ahead, go ahead, Mayor. Yeah, yeah Tom and guys, um, it just it just seems like to me, you know, like like last year, NFTs did blow up, you know, and it it seems like to me that there's just going to be another moment, kind of like you know, like the Axie Infinity thing, where it's just something's going to happen with. And I think it's either going to be NFTs or something where it's, it's just going to bring in just so many more people to crypto because I just feel like so many, so many people that really aren't into, you know, trading tokens or the finance aspect of it, but they love the art of it, you know, and there's so many artists that, you know, and it's what we've been learning, you know, in Cosmos, it's like so many artists want to, you know, get into the digital space. Like, do you guys see... You know, especially with the young people, where do you guys see things going like in the next one to two years? I think you're in a great space because I think there's going to be so many tokens, so many more tokens out there that there's going to you're going to need an exchange to and people are going to just love to start trading these tokens. Some of them are going to have more value than others, you know, but it's like, do you guys see anything big coming down the pipe that could really just be a game changer? Uh, I can add to this and then Tom, Tom, I just wanted to mention, um, I mean, there's a few things, right? Obviously, bringing D in NFT and DeFi is powerful. Um, adding gamification and great user experience is another one. 
But the third one I'd say, and Tom can touch on this more, is, you know, we actually have got an incubating arm of Loop where we're incubating a lot of projects on top of Loop, which most of these projects are based around either sustainability or they're based around some kind of real world connection between blockchain and um, the normal world. And the idea is that we, you know, we incubate them through Loop Ventures, uh, which is a, a ventures arm, and then, you know, launch on Loop and, and bring value to Loop. A lot of these projects are like Lunart, for example. Lunart's a... Um, it's they're building an NFT marketplace, but it's a bit different. It's it's curated and it's uh where they're working directly with real life artists that already sell artworks, you know, above a hundred thousand dollars. So it's like really really focusing on you know artists that have small collections that are wanting to bridge into blockchain. Um, you know, projects like Hybrid and OneCast, they're all you know blockchain projects that are really merging um, between the real world and the blockchain from the concept of NFTs or, you know, one cast is an entertainment, acting, singing, musical talent, uh, NFT um, business. Tom can touch on that more. Um, but basically building in all these, bringing all these projects in that actually merge the two worlds a lot more seamlessly uh, through gamification, NFTs and all this sort of stuff. So that's a really important part, I think, for the future. And I think that's going to be a big next wave too. 100%. Yeah, I think that's, um, as Simon said, that's what's going to kind of be the catalyst for the next wave. I think, I think up until now, crypto has been its kind of own little world, really, where, you know, people are building products, but they're building products for other crypto people, like they're building products for DGENs, basically. Not that many people in the crypto space are building products for, for the rest of the world. Um, and I think that's really starting to change. I mean, you know, we're, we're even seeing, um, like Simon said, we have Loop Ventures, which is our kind of venture arm and our incubator arm. And we're getting approached by so many different projects now. But they, these are kind of real life projects. I mean, they're, you know, projects which are operating in the traditional kind of tech space or in the traditional finance space or even in the traditional kind of bricks and mortar space and you know they're interested like we literally got hit up a few weeks ago by an ice cream company who is trying to like tokenize their ice cream now so you know the idea is that they'd create this ice cream token and every time you buy an ice cream you know it's got a qr code on the bottom of the the, the tub and you can scan that and you can get some tokens from it and you know so i think a lot of these kind of real world companies have, have seen the value in in the crypto space and, and they're trying to connect to that now and that's what's going to bring on, you know, that's what's going to bring on literally like, you know, hundreds of millions or billions of new users um, in, into the space is just that, that connection with kind of the real world and not just connecting with sort of nerds who love numbers and finance, basically, which, you know, that's all of us here probably. But, um, you know, it's not what most of the people in the world are into. Uh, so yeah, I think that's kind of going to bring the next wave of adoption. And like I was saying, I think, you know, NFTs are probably going to be a catalyst for that because they're, they're something that everyone can get their head around right like you look at it you look at an nft and it's not hard to understand uh whereas you look at you know a trading view and you know it's it's not that easy for, for most people to get their heads around hey simon so i'm on the uh, loop markets page and i notice a little airdrop <laughs> airdrop button here what, what's this whole airdrop thing about just curious uh, I'll, answer, I'll answer that if you like. Um, yeah, so every, every month we do an airdrop um, to people who uh, hold Loop R, so our Loop R token, um, and mainly to people who provide uh, content on the community. So if people, you know, go and create articles uh, or, you know, any sort of educational uh, content on our community, 
and then that gets you know rated by the community. They earn Lupar tokens. And then each month we do an airdrop to, to basically the people who have provided the most, uh, the most value, I guess, and the, the, you know, the mo- most amount of good quality content. So, yeah, it's essentially just to, to reward uh, people within, you know, people who are providing value to the community. Ah, okay. So that was uh, something you were talking to uh, train tickets about earlier, right? About how you can um, help out. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. So if you just go to our website, uh, loop.markets and click on community, you can join, you can, um, you know, sign up easily. It's just, it's actually web too. So you can just sign up with an email and a password. Um, and then, you know, write articles, start creating content and then earn tokens uh, through doing that. So yeah, that's, that's actually been great. I mean, it's helped us build like a good, good community. And it's also great from, you know, an educational perspective as well that, you know, people can can start to educate other people. Like it's kind of almost like a decentralized education platform, right? Where people, anyone can come along and help provide value. And we're actually about to set up a forum as well, which will also be tokenized. Uh, so people will be able to ask questions and then other people answer them and earn tokens for answering questions. Um, so basically, yeah, we're just trying to incentivize uh, people to help educate other people. That's smart because I'm I'm involved with several projects in IBC, and one of the most commonly asked questions I get from from community members is how they can get involved, and I think that's kind of clever how you guys have that set up so they can already do that without you know without actually having to ask people like how can I get involved? So that, that I actually I don't know if I've even seen this done before with all the different projects out there. It's pretty cool though. It's usually just hey like DM me on Twitter or you know, or on Telegram, we see that you're real active and, you know, that's kind of like an osmosis. We did that for people. We, okay. We see this community members always in here busting his ass or her ass. And we know that they are legitimate and they're serious about this project. And then that's kind of how it happens for people. I mean, that's kind of how it happened with me. I, I don't know if you knew, but like, I basically had been an osmosis since it launched and I was so intrigued by it. I wanted to learn everything I humanly possibly could. And, I just took everything so serious and I was always helping out with any, without any sort of incentive or didn't even think anything ever would ever come out of it. And, uh, I just think this is pretty cool. Like guys can just come on and just say, Oh, that's cool. And then they could just start providing content and that's, that's a good job. Exactly. And actually, to be honest, that's how we've actually built up most of our team is through people just coming on and doing that, providing, you know, providing value for, for almost nothing. I mean, they do, they do earn some tokens, um, and then, you know, we've obviously identified the best people through that, you know, the ones who are providing the most value and reached out to them and said, hey, you know, you're, you're awesome. You're providing lots of value. You know, do you want a job, basically? Do you want to come on as part of the team and, you know, start doing this uh, for a living? And so, yeah, we've hired literally like our whole marketing team, our whole community moderation team. Yeah, like, it's, the best appro- it's the best approach to do it, you know, as opposed to going out and like looking for someone outside of crypto you you get people that are involved in and people don't realize i i told so many people this because i'm just the i'm a person that you people can realize like how i did it it was the same way i got so involved i went down the rabbit hole i completely fell in love with ibc i got so involved and again when i first started doing it, it was n- never thought finance I was like yes i was investing i was an investor but as actually working in crypto, I never envisioned, man, like I can literally do this full time. And when when people put their mind to it and they're respectful and they're knowledgeable and they're trustworthy, other ecosystems realize it. Even if it's like, okay, this community members, 
on, uh, you know, they're in osmosis. Maybe osmosis doesn't have a spot for you, but we, we all talk and we all communicate like, look, this person's legit. They're always valuable. And I'm sure it's the same way with your, with, with Tara's ecosystem. Like, like this person's always in different chat rooms. He's always active or he, she's active. And that's just how it is. And you guys are kind of making it more simple for people to get started, which I, I like that. That's a cool idea for sure. They, they and guys that are um, up here as speakers, there's like some sort of weird bug and um, Twitter spaces that like speaker to speaker, you'll have issues listening to the other speaker. So I don't know if it was just me, but um, Haas was just breaking up a bit. Yep, same. Uh, it was it was fine for me. I think it must it probably just depends. Yeah, because sometimes some other people have broken up. So yeah, I guess that's just an in individual thing rather than across the board. It was like that yesterday. I was I joined in and, and Clay was speaking and I could never hear him. It was so frustrating. It was like every two words I can hear. It was so annoying. Yeah, that's happening with, with you right now. I think it's like uh, every two words. <laughs> um, cool. Just just to touch on what you said with that community, like if you think about it like this ecosystem that ties into each other powerfully. Like, you know, we have loop learn. That, that acts as a really good incub like a really good onboarder in terms of you can send it to your friends and family. Um, users can come on, learn about crypto. Uh, we're building out, you know, NFT earn um, possibilities in the background so that, you know, user might, you know, watch a video on farming and then they have to go and perform the action uh, and go uh, perform the on-chain action for farming. And then it checks that they've done that action. And then, you know, then they can earn an NFT for doing that. So, you know, building out this, this really cool earn to learn platform but then aside from that, you have the community, which is almost like the next evolution of, uh, of that progression for learning. It acts as two things, actually. It's the next evolution for learning. So, you know, they, they learn about crypto and then they get plugged straight into a community automatically uh, by going to that next extension. But the community also has really, really powerful SEO power. So we actually rank on Google for most topics in the top page usually because we've got so much SEO power coming through you know lots of writers and articles and all this sort of stuff so you got those two pieces that work together but then you have the decks as well and it all kind of connects into each other so users can come through the learn platform they can come through the community they can kind of interact with all three things then the nft marketplace as well is another touch point uh we've built a mobile app as well so i think ios is about to launch we've launched android as well uh, so users can do all of this on their mobile phone. So it's this, this crazy ecosystem that we've built and that Tom you know, and Simon have built that uh, means that it's super interoperable, even just within Loop, where users can come on and they'll be able to buy you know, Bitcoin. They'll be able to buy Osmo. They'll be able to buy Secret right here. And then we'll connect to the rest of the Cosmos as well. But creating this kind of crazy ecosystem is, is the, the vision. Awesome, guys. Um, it's been lovely chatting to you guys, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to, to jump off. So if, if there are any last minute questions, maybe Simon will stay on uh, for a little bit, or both Simons actually will stay on for a little bit. But um, yeah, if there's any questions for me, uh, hit me up now. Um, otherwise, it's been amazing chatting to you guys. Yeah, real, real pleasure. So thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, it was great having you, man. Awesome insight. I Thanks. hope you. Guys, I hope you guys can hear me. I appreciate you guys stopping by. Yeah, y'all are no. awesome. I'm really excited for what you guys are uh, what you guys are doing and bringing. And you know, definitely uh, want to have you guys back on the show and you know dive deeper into to everything you guys are doing. Great. Yeah. Let's let's keep in touch as well. Um, especially about that uh, Kepler wallet. Um, I think um, 
you guys said you might have maybe Hoss. You said you had a contact there, so yeah, definitely. I, I'll, I, I'll hit you up. Hit you up now with a DM, actually, and um, yeah, we'll try sure. to connect to the Kepler guys and hopefully integrate, um, make it so that you guys can use Kepler in the Terra ecosystem, uh, which would be awesome. Yeah, man. I, I already sent a message, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. That. I hope this is, can can happen like relatively soon. That'd be awesome. Really awesome. Uh, also, if you guys have any contact with Osmo or um, or Cosmos Hub, I've already been chatting to Tor from Secret Network. Um, because we're launching these pools on, on Loop, it'd be good to kind of get some like cross chain, um, like some communication across different social medias, like just even announcing, um, you know, that the pools are launched and that now IBC is on Terra. So, do you guys have any cos- uh, like contacts in Osmo? Uh, since we're la- you know, we've obviously launched Osmo pools and we're launching uh, Osmo UST soon. And even in the Cosmos team, the core team or hub, be awesome because then we can kind of get the word out there and, and spread it across um, everywhere. So let me ask you this. I hope you guys can hear me. Are any of you guys actually running the relayers yourself? Uh, we're working with three with the three validators, three Terra validators who run the relayers. So we have like close communication with them. Because we have, an, we have a relayer chat. Um, and Telegram, it's just for like the relayers and some of the guys. Like, I'm, I'm actually fortunate to be in it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I, I haven't been in there a lot lately. But I don't, I don't really ever see any Terra people in there. I, I see every other blockchain. So, I mean, that would be a great spot where you can communicate with everyone that's running relayers and all that too. I could probably hook that up. That'd be great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'll chat to other the the validators who we work with. Um, and you know, see what contacts they have in there as well, because they're probably a bit you know closer to that community than we are. Yeah, especially if you're running to. I think the relayer room is mainly just for relayers that are going to and from osmosis. But yeah, I mean, there's it's very active. I mean, everyone's in there. They're always talking about stuff and trying to upgrade things, and you know, just collaborating. It's all it's all br- big brain talk above my my pay grade when it comes to what what they're talking about. But yeah, I mean, it's very active for sure. Awesome, awesome. That'd be great. Yeah, and even projects like even you know getting in touch with the Osmo team and and you know opening that line of communication with those guys and seeing how we can collaborate. This kind of stuff is, I think is is super key um, to 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 doing it well. All right, yeah, I could I could hook that up. I like I said, I've been with Osmosis for a while now, so yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah, that'd be sick. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me, and um, yeah, catch you all really soon. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. I, I literally came by because you guys were coming by tonight. Just so you know, because I usually don't stop by on the weekends because it's kind of like my me and my wife time. But I'm glad you guys stopped by. It was awesome with you guys. Yeah, I've got to go and uh, spend some time with my wife now. Actually, <laughs> I, I, so that's I why I've got to jump off. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. you. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. All right, talk soon. Take care. It was awesome. Can you guys actually hear me now? Or is it still acting crazy? Yeah, no, I, was I can hear you good. All right, cool. <laughs> It's so frustrating. It's just, what is that? How how long has it been now? Like three weeks? Like figure it out already. Why is it doing this? Man. Figure it out. You, do you want me to send it? I can DM Jack Dorsey for you, Hoss. You want me to send Jack a quick message? <laughs> I would love that. Like get, get Jack's ass on the call. But no, I think. Eventually, I'm hoping with like either Desmos or Omniflex, like we could just have this room where, you know, where we we don't have to worry about this crappy spaces doing this to us. Yeah, yeah. Do it on Omniflex. That'd be insane. 
they build the only problem like this. Yeah, the only problem is, is like how long do you think it takes for you know there to be four hundred people that just randomly stop by the show? You know what I mean? I know like for the most part the people that are in it in it will be, but our problem for the most part has been newer users and you know newer yeah, users. it would it would be yeah. only getting people yeah. who are already in the ecosystem that way. But yeah, that's not kind of mm-hmm. we're trying to reach out to people outside of just the people that are like really active in crypto. You okay, Eric? What happened to Eric? You sounded like you got ran over by a train. No, that 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 wasn't me. That was I thought that was Simon. I saw Simon's thing go. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, blame game. <laughs> wow, trying to blame me, guys. That's fine. Dude, I'm I am in my room right now. There's no <laughs> no semis going around here. <laughs> it sounded like a piano, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not I'm not fancy like that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm stoked that that's the first space that I've been involved with that's been more like terror related. I've been kind of asking at like the last two, three shows. So like the last couple of weeks where we do that's get some, we get some lunatics that stop by, but it's not. That's like, because you missed the tricky space with Sefi, huh? That was all terror related. Well, oh, what day? Yeah, when was that? What, two <laughs> weeks ago? Was yeah, I, I think it was, it was a Saturday night. It was two weeks ago. Um, yeah. yeah, mayor hosted too. You were like, stuck with man. the wifey. Yeah, mayor. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, I gotta spend good. time there. It's for my mental health. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And for your safety, probably. <laughs> hey, did did you guys see last night? Um, it was it was during when Cosmos Spaces had its space going on, but last night at the same time, um, Do Kwan was getting interviewed um, about their Bitcoin purchase, and there was like. It got up to two thousand people in the space, but um, Sunny Sunny was actually up there with a part of the speaker panel and was asking Doe a couple questions. And Dorsey actually popped in the room for like fifteen minutes. I think he just listened most of the time, but I think that's when the room kind of blew up and went up to like above two thousand people. Um, but I don't know. I I think I posted it on my Twitter. Yeah. So for, I don't know if you guys are familiarized, but there's a blockchain event. It's called Permissionless. It's going to be May 17th through the 19th down in West Palm Beach in Florida. And it's going to be gigantic. And it's mainly all the ecosystems outside of IBC. And Osmosis, we're going to have a, a, basically a setup literally front and center of all of it. It's going to be crazy. Dude. It's going to be, I think it's going to bring a lot of attention on Osmosis. It's going to be it, amazing. It, I can't wait for it. And Sonny's going to speak at that, right? Correct. And we're like the only, I, I don't, I, I was actually looking at it. I should, I shouldn't say all the, all of it, but for the most part, it's like Nexo and Coinbase and nothing against all of them, but it's all like, you know, that type of, and it's, and I don't remember out of all the IBCs, I want, I, maybe there's one other, I don't want to say there's no one else, but we're pretty much like the only ones. So um, I'm looking yeah. forward to it because it'll. I think it's going to be a, a point of event, emphasis because I don't care any of those other people that are going to be there. They know what osmosis is. I mean, you'd have to be so blind not to know at this point if you're in crypto, especially if you're you're you know that's your job. If you work at Coinbase, you know you know what osmosis is. So it's it's going to be awesome to see it that we're going to have our own place and spot there with all all the you know the the goliath so to speak were yeah the big players i yeah, saw exactly. i 
I went on that website. The, the tickets for that conference are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, they're, but, they're expensive. They're like 1200 bucks a seat. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's around my birthday, Haas. So let me know if there's any extra tickets laying around the office up there in Osmosis World. <laughs> <laughs> you, are you, do you live in Florida? No, but my nephew goes to school down there, and I was thinking about going down there. there. Actually, actually around. Going- Ah, so you just gotta dress up as <laughs> you gotta dress up as your profile pic. You have to. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. seen Cosmo Haas's face, so you can probably just say you're Cosmo Haas. Yeah, my nephew goes to school like <laughs> I think like about a half hour, forty five minutes north of there, up near the Cape. So um, I was thinking about going down there at that time. But anyways, um, it, si- Simon, still in here? You're with the you're with the Loop team, right? Yeah, both of us. Yeah. Are. We got. Two Simons with Luke, yeah. We got Simon times two. Man, I just want to tell you guys, that website is clean, man. I really like – it's just super, super intuitive and and really, like, user-friendly. I really – I like the desktop. I I haven't messed around on the mobile version. But the the website's very clean, very clean on the website. I like it. We're actually only halfway through our V2 upgrade, so I appreciate that. It's going to be even better in two or three weeks. But, yeah, basically – um, yeah, we've got a shitload of data there. You know, we're trying to be DGen, super DGen friendly at the start because that's our biggest audience. And then, um, and and also, we've actually just uh, finished building our own middleware server where we'll be caching like everybody's positions. So when you open up your portfolio screen, uh, it'll pretty much be instant, and there'll be like comparison graphs. You know, APY versus HODL. Like we, we're really going deep. Um, but then to cater for our newbies, the fresh blood that will be pulling into the platform, if there's a new wallet that has, you know, a low balance or nothing, then we'll automatically shrink everything. Um, so instead of having like an advanced and basic view, like most platforms do, we're just going to be able to, uh, allow users to expand or contract each section of the platform. So, so when newbies come on, it'll be super basic, super clean, super simple. And then as they start learning more, they can expand each section of the, of the, the website. Like for example, you know, on the markets page, you know, they, they only care about the, the seven day move or the 24 hour price movement and, and a few other basic things. But if you click the expansion button, then you'll see one hour, seven day, 14 day, 30 day uh, market cap circulating supply, you know, your balance. Um, so, and we've, we've got like this really cool farming wizard coming. So if you want to add to a farm, uh, it'll automatically recommend which farm has the highest APR. And then it'll automatically recommend what assets of yours you should swap to get into that farm. So super simple farming wizard. Uh, it can take people's dust and, you know, clean that, clean all that out and add that to the farm. Or you can just go advanced mode and then, uh, you know, with, within one transaction, you can um, <clears throat> convert, you know, up to 40 different assets to get into that double-sided farm. You know, and we've got like a, a DGen borrow widget where you can, it's, just, it's similar to, um, to ETH's DGen box, I think it was called. But for $2.50 or $3 gas, you can, you can borrow UST against Luna and then purchase more Luna with that, use that as collateral to borrow more UST, and then buy Luna again. And you can just keep circulating that 24, 30, 50 times, depending how much money you have. Um, 
so yeah we've got all this cool stuff coming wow very very nice it, i i love the options of being able to just hit one button and clean up all your crypto dust and just yeah that, that's that's nice and you know I, I am looking at the farming um so the farming and the pools the pools are just liquidity pools just just normal liquidity adding liquidity um and yeah. i see i see like the um the luna the luna your anchor ust you're at 51 percent, and then uh b luna ust okay so all all these pools are up and running right now yeah correct all the pools are up and running all the farms are up and running uh the pools and the farms are going to be upgraded um significantly over the next two weeks that, that's the last thing to be upgraded we we just upgraded the dashboard that's why it's so quick and has so much info and same as the portfolio page if you have if you have a few assets there if you if you have a few farming positions or staking positions it shows it really nicely in, in a graph shows you how your portfolio is distributed you know based on lp based on farming based on liquid tokens um we will we're even going to be releasing a migration wizard so we'll we'll identify farming positions that you have on let's say astroport or terraswap um and then we'll say you know with one one click you can import that liquidity to us and earn an extra 43 percent apy as an example so yeah two or three weeks there'll be some big upgrades nice and i'm just yeah. going to chime in it's kind of off topic but the people in here, obviously, we don't really get a lot of times where people from the Terra ecosystem come and come through. So I would highly suggest you guys following everybody that stopped by and shared their knowledge because there's a lot of times myself I get information just because I follow people and and have their notifications on that are building and it's always to me it's always sensible to do things like that. So I would give these guys a follow, including Tom. I know he left, but um, yeah, you guys should follow them up. Because stuff happens Thank quick, you. and that's usually the first first line of of, of uh, knowledge is directly on Twitter. So definitely give these guys a follow. Peace. Yeah, don't don't, okay. don't follow me. My, my profile is useless, but follow the other Simon. He's super active. I'm, Simon, I'm just both Simons. I got a question for you. Um, so do you guys have like a town hall meeting that you guys uh, that Loop does every week or anything like that that we yep. can started with? Yep. Good point. Yep, Simon, the other Simon, actually hosts an AMA, a weekly AMA. Yeah, yeah. So on Fridays, I think it's probably Thursday for the US. We're actually going to move the time forward. Um, we'll we'll get, get you the details for that. But um, we we host a uh, like a split uh, an AMA every week where we we basically talk about uh, every update for the week, what's coming, everything like that. Uh, we record it, we put it on YouTube, but we run it at the same time as we run it as the spaces. So. At the end, after we do the YouTube thing, we go through questions that we've accumulated during the week, uh, and then we open up the floor for Twitter questions. So if you've got any like questions about what's coming and you know just in general, you can jump on and, uh, and come up as a speaker and ask some questions, and we do that every single week. We've done it for the last 20 or 21 weeks now. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'll grab, I'll grab those details later on from you, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be like, because this is, this sounds like super interesting. It sounds like there's going to be a lot going on on your platform and, you know, people definitely need to stay up to date. So I, we're, I'm definitely going to try to be making all those, those town halls and. Yeah, and, man. Uh, I'm, 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 
like I said, I'm excited because I've been talking about it for weeks upon weeks. That I need to get more involved with the Terra ecosystem. So it's always it's always nice to learn because a lot of times on my shows and some of the shows, it's already. I hate to say I know a lot of it, but I know most of what's what they're what the person that's there talking about. So it's always nice to learn like everyone else is learning it for the first time. So it's always I, I take a lot of pleasure out of that when I get to just learn the whole time while someone's spitting facts at me. So that's great. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and I wanna say, like, honestly, it's been so welcoming. Like it's been an amazing experience. Like uh, from everyone being connected to Cosmos. I mean, I put up, a, I think it was a post yesterday to to kind of branch out and reach out more into the Cosmos. And the responses have been amazing. Like, I, I mean, you know, nothing against Terra in general. And, I, you know, I do love the Terra community. It has recently been quite tribal. And it, it is quite tribal in terms of it's got these small clicks. And if you're not right in those clicks, sometimes it, it you know, it's, it's more difficult or things like that. But Cosmos seems, you know, very open and, and everybody's kind of, connecting with each other and sharing value. Uh, and we just want to see how we can add as much value as we can to every different chain and connect everyone together and across the, you know, the cosmos too. So it's really exciting to be branching outside of Terra and, and seeing all these fresh faces and people that, you know, haven't really, you know, within Terra, um, you know, everybody's heard of Astro and Mars and, you know, White Way on QG a little bit, but it's, it's still kind of branched. But there's so many people around that, you know, we have there's so many cosmos protocols we haven't heard of and there's so many, you know, cosmos protocols that haven't heard of us and so being able to branch across and connect with everyone is i think is super powerful and the cool, another thing you guys could to do too is also join other uh twitter spaces for like osmosis they do a weekly a weekly uh um what is it called uh Haas? around around the lab and they oh, changed problem. it so i i always say utc time so everyone knows but i want to say it is let me just give me one second to think about it so it used to be at 11 o'clock or no, 10 o'clock, but like Sonny's on the West Coast. So it was like seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning for him. And they moved it back to one. So it should be what, what would that be a UTC? That would be um, 18, 18 UTC. So they're real juicy. If you ever want to just learn stuff about, you know, osmosis and like a lot of things that are going on. They they do them around uh, eighteen UTC on Wednesdays. They're really juicy. Like there's, they always have big brains in there from, you know what's what's going on behind the scenes. A lot of it's not specifically just osmosis. It'll be okay. We got this person from Axler on or Wormhole. We've had people from Worm. They call it so. I see you're breaking really bad. Oh man, it sucks. But eighteen <laughs> UTC Wednesday. Cool. I'll try and make it. I think for Simon and Tom, I know I'm not speaking on their behalf. I think sometimes spaces are sometimes difficult. I think for for project founders because um, you you're building if you're building so much in conjunction, right? Like imagine you've got like you know a loop. I think there's something like twenty products in conjunction, fifteen to twenty products. So it becomes hard to and I've heard this talked about in the traditional finance world around you know project founders that you know have that you know, do raises at the same time as trying to build all the protocols. It can be sometimes hard with Twitter spaces as, you know, sometimes it's a couple hours that is taken away from, you know, building uh, building an app or building an integration or doing, you know, setting up farms or doing all this sort of stuff. Um, but I think, you know, I think it's really important so to, to do that. And I think, you know, I will try as, uh, as much as I can to try and get involved 
across the cosmos and different spaces and, and different communities because I think that is is really really important. Yeah, no, of course. I'd, I'd love to be here and spread the love. I'm actually in front of the computer right now in my underwear working on the new farming UI with the devs. So um, once we've pushed out all our product and we've got a shitload of it, you know, this is this is what we specialize in. I've come from a, a background where I've got a very big app development company in Australia. So we've literally just completely pivoted 80% of our resources, moved that straight into crypto. Uh, that's why we have so many projects, so many products, so so many devs. So we just want to get products out there. We just want to launch, and then I can put some clothes on and I'll share in the love. <laughs> oh man! So hey, I got a quick question, guys. Um, as far as the farming, I, I'm looking at your uh, farming page right now, and it says the Osmo Loop is the rewards are in Loop. But I'm looking at a 201 APY. Um, is 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 my Osmo locked up for a certain period with the farming? Because I I'm I'm just trying to figure out. Are, are you guys yep. using the word farming is for staking? Um, yep. Like it's yep. your your says your farming farming contracts have been audited in. in Internally by a third party, blah blah blah. If you stake more than one LP at a time, one week timer will be reset. So, yeah, yeah, we 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 do need to make it more obvious. But essentially, you can deposit LP, right? So you provide liquidity, and then you lock up those LP tokens in the farm, and you can withdraw those LP tokens from the farm and pull your liquidity at any point in time. You just forfeit your rewards. So the minimum amount of farming time to be able to claim those rewards is seven days. Got it. Got it. so I can I can remove I can remove the I can remove the, the tokens. I just forfeit my rewards, is what you're saying? Exactly. And then Got those it. rewards go back into the pool for everyone else so they don't get burnt. Um, mm -hmm. And also, if you if you add more LP tokens to that farming position, then it'll reset the timer. So, for example, if you if you farm 10k mm -hmm. and you five days into your seven day farming period, you've accrued all those rewards. But if you add another 50k, then you you still keep those accrued rewards. Your timer just resets to seven days. But um, in a couple of weeks, we'll have that auto compounding functionality. So you enable auto compounding then your minimum farming period will increase to let's say three months. We haven't locked it in just yet, but then your rewards will be auto compounded. And as you deposit more LP to that position, your the timer won't reset. So that's, you know, we, we try to make it as beneficial to, you know, the whales. Um, one click, forget, you know, less issues with taxes. Uh, and then they can just keep adding LP to that position. Um, and then for for the users, for the normal, you know, newbies coming on board and, and people who love pretty pictures, uh, they'll be able to convert their farming positions into LP NFTs. And those LP NFTs actually facilitate protocol owned liquidity. So our, our aim is to, um, you know, have four, five, six hundred mil of protocol owned liquidity by the end of the year. Just so that, you know, we're, we're set in stone, you know, the, the core of 
the loop ecosystem, the loop protocol is, is um, set in stone. And we, we offer this as a service protocol to own liquidity as a service to all of the projects that come through us. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just a really nice and easy way for people to, um, you know, take their farming position, make it visual and make it tradable. You know, like we, we even have a lot of our investors are asking us if they can use their future token allocations to provide liquidity with and turn that into an NFT. So for example, tokens that they would receive in, in six months time that would be unlocked in six months time, they're able to provide the second side of that. So let's just say they use a bunch of their Luna that's just sitting there. They pair it with their future loop tokens that they will be receiving. They'll provide protocol owned liquidity on the deck. So, so the protocol will own their future loop. Uh, it'll own their Luna, but in return, they will be receiving yield on both. And obviously they have that tradable position. So then they could, you know, they could sell that NFT that's got $500,000 worth of loop and Luna and is providing, you know, 600% APR as an example. Yeah, that's some pretty wild stuff. That is, <laughs> I mean, if you're just committed for long term, you know, you're, you know, you, you've decided, hey, I'm, I'm going to lock this money up for, you know, like you said, six months, you might as well take advantage of getting that yield. Exactly. Yeah. If I can add a couple of things to that, because I think it's, first one is to touch on the, the Osmo pool. We'll be launching Osmo USD. Actually, I was talking to Tom uh, the other day about, you know, what, what the preference for people is, whether to have Osmo Luna or Osmo UST and then just, you know, if we had only Osmo Luna, for example, and everything was routed through the Luna pool, we'd create more efficiency in terms of capital. Then we don't have to split up rewards across too many pools. Because the whole idea is, is you know, obviously our, our liquidity is still, you know, fairly low. And the idea is to have deep enough liquidity to be, you know, sustainable and that, you know, trading can be done easily uh, on that. Uh, the second point was on Simon talking about, you know, protocol and liquidity as a service. So two things like why we think that protocol and liquidity is important. I know there's, there's been some bad taste around, you know, um, Olympus and stuff like that. Um, but I think it's really important when looking at farming and DEXs, looking at sustainability past a couple of years, because, you know, with the current system DEXs, uh, you, you actually, you know, you, you give out farming incentives to build up the liquidity, but oftentimes that liquidity is mercenary. And if, you know, you get to that three or four or five years, and you, you know, sort of running out of, of emissions or the, the price drops a lot. Um, how do you retain that liquidity for, you know, long term so that you don't have that issue? And I think protocol and liquidity is a way of doing it. And I think that's kind of the route that we've, you know, wanted to go down with, with the NFTs. And the last part that Simon touched on was the, the LP bonds, right? The, the protocol and liquidity as a service. So imagine you're a protocol. Let's say, you know, imagine you're a new protocol starting up and you want, you know, one of the biggest things that you need, obviously you need capital uh, at the start of your project to launch so that you can, you know, do raises on IDOs and all this sort of stuff. But you also need liquidity. You need, you know, you need liquidity for the first couple months of your protocol. Otherwise, you're going to, you know, you're going to struggle because you're going to have lots of volatility uh, in your token price. People might dump. It's going to really, you know, be an issue. So what we can do is we can create LP bond. You know, protocols can come onto the loop decks. They can create a set of NFTs. Okay, and they can launch, they can sell them as, or they can provide these, I don't I want to use the right words so that I don't get in regulatory trouble, but they can basically launch these NFTs 
these LP reward NFTs and users can provide LP tokens and reward for these NFTs. The protocol owns their own liquidity from day one. So their whole liquidity pool, they will own from now to the, you know, forever. Uh, they'll own that whole LP for their own token. And in return, they can provide uh, an extra portion of tokens. So imagine someone has $1,000 of, of LP tokens. With that $1,000 worth of LP tokens, they buy that bond, uh, they buy that, uh, that the NFT, you know, for $1,000, 1,000 UST uh, of LP. And in return, they get $1,500 uh, $1, uh, worth of tokens for this project over a period of four months, right? So this is a bond. Uh, and that way, the project has locked LP from day one. The the you know the the user is, is earning way more in tokens than the amount that they've provided. Uh, that's vested over a period, so it doesn't get dumped at once. They have the NFT that they can trade that position if they want to, uh, and you know it so it benefits everybody. It benefits Loop as well because we have locked in liquidity, guaranteed liquidity in our decks. So yeah, uh, so I went a bit deeper with that, but I thought I'd touch on those points a bit further. So I was, I've been messing around on the uh, on the website, just trying to get a feel for everything, exploring. Maybe going to just gen out here already. I just realized this. This is this is amazing because we're going to love this. So this you can buy, you can get, you can on onboard your fiat directly from the app. You can even use Apple Pay. This this is nuts. This is super cool. So like, who's your partner for this? How did you guys make this happen? Was it super easy? Um, is there any like, you know, roadblocks to make this happen, or is this just the greatest thing ever? Yeah, we, we're actually partnered with Transac for now, but we we have a second partner who has significantly lowered the fees. Or what are the new fees now, Simon? Two dollars, I think. So per transaction, so it's a flat two dollar fee uh, for transactions from uh, straight into USC. So. Uh, we're partnering with Caddo Pay. I've actually made the video uh, that's already ready to go. So what you with Caddo Pay, it's a two-minute onboard into Terra Station wallet from your card or your bank if you're in the US. So you set it up the first time. You got a KYC. I think it's about five minutes the whole process. But once you've set up, right, it's literally one to two minutes to onboard funds from your bank into uh, into your, your straight into your wallet. UST straight in. Wow. And, and talking about onboarding people to this uh, Dex, um, is there any videos showing people from the, uh, I guess, like Cosmos side to, uh, you know, onboard to that Dex? Is there any videos out there yet? From the Cosmos side? Right, people that use Kepler. Um, is there any videos showing people to, to, you know, that use Kepler to onboard to the decks it looks like they're using Terra, pretty much have to use Terra Station, right, to get in. Currently, yeah, I'm actually making a. It's on the cards today, making a video today for uh, showing the process for bringing funds over from Osmo uh, and Secret. Uh, there yeah. won't be Atom just yet because we're waiting. Uh, we, I think they're open now. We're just waiting on the pools. Um, but yep. yeah, so I'll, I'll make a video today on how to do that. Yeah, Adam live early next week. Actually, very very soon. What's up, Desperado? Desperado, you there? I'm here. I was, I was, I was here. I was uh, talking about Bluetooth phone, but no, I was literally like just talking about telling Tricky uh, about little gays about uh, Kato when somebody was saying, "I like, what the hell?" And then Alice was rolling out too, but like that was crazy. That was crazy. All right, I'll go back to mute. <laughs> 
dollars per transaction. It's beautiful. Yo, that was Bowser. crazy. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> like that was spooky. Yeah. <laughs> so just quick question here. So if I have a credit card hooked up to my Apple Pay, I can hit buy UST and it's popping up. All I got to do is hit the little Apple icon. It says, sorry, your browser device does not support Apple Pay. That's if I'm on Luna. So is this website mobile friendly? Yeah, it is. It is responsive, but it's not It's not fully implemented yet. We haven't rolled okay. the full V2 functionality yet, but um, we have an app, right? So so the, the, the website won't use Apple. Uh, Android Pay, but we have an an actual app listed on the the app stores. It's it's uh, React Native, and that has a buy USC button on there. That's got you know face face ID for when you want to do swaps. It's got our graphs. It's got our community. Um, it's got it's, it's got like really nice eight board like summaries of your portfolio on Terra, um, and it, and it'll obviously have our NFT marketplace when that's ready but yeah as soon as as soon as the app is is um live and you guys are actually welcome to download it now you go to loop.markets and scroll down to the section uh, that talks about our wallets our apps and wallets and then um, there's a link there to join the beta program and then you're able to download the either the live android app or the beta apple app all right so this question is about luna yeah, I've been I've been digging in because I've seen this um Alice wallet a while ago and I was telling my dad, I was like, look, how this crypto stuff is going to go. I said, there is no pulling out. I said when it, I was like, I told him this a while ago. I said, it's just going to be a smooth transition. I was like, you just going to, I said, I feel like it's just going to be a smooth transition. It's just going to be crypto to whatever you want to buy. And now that Allison and the um, other one that she was talking about. <clears throat> is putting it into fruition and now i've seen this leap wallet which is going to be up for gaming and type of stuff like that DeFi gaming so i'm just anxious to see what that's going to be about as well because it got loop and everything else with it i do have a lot of stuff on terra too so yeah, no I'm, I'm glad you do man what's what's this um gaming you're talking about it's called leap wallet <laughs> yeah yeah we've integrated leap wallet they're awesome is it um okay. like what type of? I already I already know some. I'm not gonna give too much alpha because I did some research. But like besides the ones that are coming, any other type of exclusives do you think you know of? <laughs> sorry, man, you you breaking up for me? What was that? I'm sorry. So I see I know some that are coming out. Um, some P to E's, some play to earn games that are coming out. Some of them are big, and some companies are starting like regular, regular games on Android are now revamping and coming to Terra Luna, <laughs> which I, which I seen. So I'll just seeing if you know any other things that were coming to fruit. Nice. No, I don't. But Maz, our head of Loop VC probably would so we we incubate a bunch of projects um and we partnered with a, a new cross-chain multi-chain launch pad um 
which which is across Solana, Polygon, BSC, ETH, uh, but the destination chain is Terra because of its stable coins. So yeah, we should get Maz on here next time, and then he he can drop you drop some alpha. I'm just anxious because this big like everything is starting to connect, and it's like some stuff I was looking at even starting to connect with Cosmos, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, gents. I actually have to shoot too. I've got a, a meeting in five minutes, but it was awesome to be here. Like Simon said, love love your community. You guys are a lot more open than some of the other ones, which which we appreciate. But yeah, is there anything else I can answer for you guys before before I have to shoot? No, I was just gonna say, uh, just keep in touch, and then whenever you guys have any updates, let us know, and then we can. Uh... We have like a pretty active group that we can just basically say, hey, look, there's this new update and we'll just, you know, have it on our internal Telegram groups and Discord on Twitter and stuff like that. That'll be useful. Awesome. We appreciate it. Yeah, in a couple of weeks, once we've deployed, tested um, our our new V2 decks, our sex decks with our middleware server, which is lightning fast, then yeah, would yeah, would appreciate that. We'll, we'll send you all the info and we'd love to get you guys feedback. Yeah, as long as you have at least sweatpants on, you can send it over, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly done. At least you got to have some sweatpants on. <laughs> <laughs> minimum. Yeah, minimum. We'll take it. Thanks for stopping oh, by. Yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 guys. Yeah. We'll stay in touch. We'll keep spreading the word about Live 2 in the meantime because this, this is great. People need to know about this. So appreciate it. You guys are legends. Thank See you. See Simon number two. <laughs> <Good job laughs> Simon and Simon. <laughs> All right, later, guys. All right, fellas. So, yeah, that's kind of my calling card, too, man. I'm kind of beat. I had a lot to drink tonight. But that's going to be pretty big, I think. Dude, yes, that's awesome. And that's, like, I think that's one of the coolest things right there we just found out at the end. Like, you don't have to touch really, like, a centralized exchange. Like, at that point, you kind of just straight from your bank to the decks, you know, and just have fun that way and start to gen it out and not, you know, worry about Coinbase and withdrawal period yeah. and all this stuff. And that's it's cool it's, for two bucks too. That's a that's a pretty damn good deal. <laughs> yeah, and it's been it. it's been kind of like a lot of uh, a lot of other initiatives. Like technically, Secret Swap has that as well, but I, it's it's only certain certain countries that allow it. Like America's lame. They just they're just too they have too much overreach. So you, they make everything so complicated. They want you to run everything through where they can have some control or their stock. You know, like a public company like Coinbase and all that. But yeah that that's great you know i i could see that happening on all the dexes eventually at least for certain countries you know more crypto friendly countries where they don't have so many ridiculous regulations where you can just literally like that that's how it should be you should just be able to freaking you know use your debit card and buy some ust and then do whatever you want after that because it's your money not well you have to use coinbase or you know this entity just to just to buy crypto and then you have to hope and pray that you're you know, some some banks are so annoying too. Like I had to move a bank just because they were always bothering me. Like, hey, did you did you want to do this transaction? Like, yeah, leave me alone. Give me give me let me get by let me buy my crypto. It's not your business. You know, so it's but I that that's cool. I know like Doe was working on that for a long time. He just wants it to be just so effortless for, for anyone to buy UST, which is great. In about uh I, I think you cut out a bit. Yeah, this this space is pissing me off with this. <laughs> I, I think so. In about ten or eleven days, 
I actually have the the cat. I built the Cato video inside Loop Learn, so the animated version. So I've got a full guide coming for Cato Pay. Uh, I'll be working on that for about a month and a half because the animators take a, take a fair bit of time. Uh, so that will be the full uh, onboarding guide for Cato Pay. It's actually originates in the US, so it's bank transfers and card for the US. And currently, uh, ninety six countries for card. Uh, they haven't onboarded uh, bank transfers for all the other countries yet, but the, it started in the US. So uh, originally US, KYC, uh, you need to KYC for it, which is annoying for, for some people, but you could use a different wallet and then card or bank. And then you can just do it in like a minute or two of a $2 transaction fee flat. That's cool. That's great. The only downside I would say is is your, your amounts are, uh, are capped. So it's starting point, I think it's $1,000 a day UST. Uh, and then there's plans for it to go up depending on use to 2500 And then the last tier seems to be about $5,000 a day uh, for, for daily deposit limits. But yeah. What about wire transfers? I think that's for everything. So Cato's uh, okay. not the platform for, you know, onboarding $100,000, $200,000 in one hit. Uh, Alice might be. I'm not sure. I haven't played with Alice yet. Um, but the videos I made, uh, I've made a few videos. So, uh, I've got the Cato Pay video, and then I've got one for Binance, which is getting UST through Binance. So, uh, just been building onboarding videos, uh, highly animated onboarding videos um, that will be up on Loop Learn uh, for doing that. But it will be really easy, especially if we can, you know, eventually onboard. Uh, if we can do what we, we we're talking about with Kepler, imagine like be able to 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 put it straight into Kepler from UST. That would be epic, right? Yeah, for sure. And I know I think you said this already, and hopefully I'm going to keep cutting out, but uh, how long until you have a, a nice little tutorial on how someone could send over, say, Osmo to, you know, to get it over to Loop? I'm assuming you're just going to have it, you send it to your Terra station, your Terra wallet, and then get uploaded from there, correct? Yeah, I'll probably film that today. So I'll probably be ready today or tomorrow. Uh, this won't be like a Loop Learn style video just yet, uh, but it's in the pipeline. I've actually it's in one, one of the next batches of scripts uh, to do, which is uh, actually uh, talking about Cosmos IBC. Uh, and you know, I could actually do with some help with that, uh, but some easy videos on Cosmos IBC, uh, and then the, the using the bridges so that users can easily interact with IBC. Uh, they're they're definitely on the list. They haven't been the top priority for Terra. Uh, you know, these videos we. These uh, TFL Terraform Labs has actually uh, paid for these videos, uh, and so they're probably going to try and push ecosystem projects to the front of the queue uh, before yeah. the bridges. But I'll have them as filler videos. So if there's a project that's taking too long on their script, uh, then you know that that basically will push some videos front forward in the pipeline uh, to do that because I think it's important. But I will make a, a film video, so I'll just do a guide going through uh, how to do it. Terra Bridge is the I think Terra Bridge is the best way to do it. Uh, you okay. connect. Kepler on one end, Terra Station Wallet on the other end, and then it just like uh, then you just pretty much press a button, you choose the assets, and it sends through. All right, great. Because we'll, maybe we'll have a show specifically for that. Uh, a lot of times we try to do like a quick little show where we'll just have our like we'll screen share and so okay, this is how you can send your Osmo over to Loop, and then we'll just like kind of do it right on the show for people. So that'll be cool. Yeah, for sure, and um, and look, we're still we're still working on building up that liquidity for Osmo. So I wouldn't recommend doing too any huge swaps just yet um, through Osmo. I mean, we've only I think since these pools have been live, we've only about you know a hundred, a hundred ten thousand 
uh, UST and liquidity in each of those pools. Uh, so it's not a huge amount of liquidity. So don't go too crazy on those swaps just yet. Uh, but we'll be adding higher rewards and UST pairs or Luna pairs in there too. So they should attract some more liquidity. Yeah, we, I understand. It takes time. I get it. So yeah, you guys are fine. But yeah, we'll, we'll try to do something where like today we, we did a show early this morning where we were just showing people how to do a couple things and we could just add that to the list. We'll just have some loop tokens and just kind of do it up. So Sure. Well, check out TerraBridge because TerraBridge is a really easy way to do it. Like, it's, it's so easy. So it's bridge.terra.money, I think. Uh, and you select the asset on either side. So you could select Osmo and you could select, uh, you know, Terra. And then on both sides, it'll ask you for the wallets on both ends. And then it's an easy, uh, it's, it's a really easy transfer. All right. And we'll be adding uh, those pools soon. So I think Juno is the plan. Uh, Atom, we've already got that. Uh, we've set up that relayer. So that's running. We'll be launching that start of the week. Uh, UST or Luna pools. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on that, actually? Um, um, my thoughts are very much so I preference for having Luna pools rather than UST pools. We could have both, but that does split the liquidity. What are your thoughts on that? I'd love to hear from you guys around. Um, uh, well, it's kind of hard to say because there's already like a really solid Osmo and Luna pool on uh, on Osmosis. So it would be maybe, I don't know. It's kind of, well, there's also Osmo and USD. So, I mean, I mean, I like the Osmo loop. I think that's a good idea. But I mean, I also like Osmo and Luna on Luna's, you know, ecosystem as well. So it's kind of hard to say like what, what exactly, I guess it's whatever people prefer. I mean, personally myself, I don't really pair too many pools with UST because if they run, I don't want a bunch of UST. Not that it's a bad thing, but I prefer personally yeah. to, uh, you know, crypto. Like I'm really big on Osmo and Luna. I have a nice position on Osmosis with it. And most of my pools are pretty much just two different crypto pairings. I do have a few UST pools as well, but for the most part, it's just two crypto pairs. Well, it's capital efficiency, right? Uh, like, it's LP efficiency. If you're if you're quite a believer on on Luna and Osmo, and the pairs are quite correlated and they move together, then it makes sense to kind of have them in a pool, and then to actually route every UST swap through um, through Luna, because that way you're not having two separate pools, which is Osmo UST, Osmo Luna, sitting there, because then you have to split the liquidity, and the liquidity is not as deep, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you could probably do a routing where trades over a certain size, part of that trade is routed then through the Luna pool and then you could split the liquidity. But it just means that you're showing more LPs. Uh, it's still possible. It's just uh, just a thought. I, I, my vote my vote is uh, you, you're saying um, Osmo UST or Osmo Luna. Which one? That's the question. Well, no, it, it, we may do both. But I, in my head, I've just been kind of, mulling over it trying to figure same with atom right atom luna or atom ust trying to mull over my head if it's better just to have the luna pair and then route um so that you can push more rewards for to, to a single pool rather than splitting it across yeah yeah simon if i had to give you like my my opinion and for what i've been involved with i would yeah i would think you should you know you could always add another one over time but i think you should probably shoot for like one really solid like pairing and have a nice nice reward base and then you know over time especially if you guys start getting more liquidity you can always add another pool yeah like like, like you said simon if you can really just like reward like give super super juicy rewards to that luna pair and then just route the ust from that luna like 
that's super smart. That's super creative. And it's like depth that deepens the liquidity for Luna and the rewards. We so, need to do that. I think we need great. deep liquidity because yeah. then we'll get it on Terra Then we'll get on Terra Station and that will bring more volume. So I, I do think I'll, I'll talk to the team about it. Uh, it just depends on the routing. Uh, I, they definitely want to have the loot pool as well because obviously that's the native token. Um, so trying to have that in good pools uh, is important. It's going to attract less liquidity in the short term because the loop token price hasn't done as well recently. Um, it's It's been t- tough being a Terra alt, let's just say. But over the long term, we've got a lot, enough coming for that that uh, that um, token that it should you know go crazy in the future. So um, it would be good to have those pools. Uh, AUSD is another idea. So we, we have AUSD pools as well. Um, we're still trying to work out the, the best routing for that uh, so it doesn't spit liquidity. But AUST, for those that don't know, is the Anchor token. So uh, when you put UST into Anchor, it gives you AUST return, which is an appreciating uh, token that appreciates the, the interest rate of Anchor. So it, it appreciates about 20% per year uh, into the – it's almost like a liquid token receipt for, for uh, Anchor, right? So it made a lot more sense that people in Anchor would have huge amounts of AUST sitting there that's not being used. It's not, not efficient because they're not using it. So we decided to bring on AUST pools to allow users to pull that, to use their AUST on one side and then on the other side, Luna, for example. So you're getting the efficiency on both sides from the AUST and the Luna. Um, so yeah, we've implemented that and that could be an idea to have that in there as well, but not just yet, I don't think. Yeah, I was going to say to you, I know a lot of guys that are like Wells at Osmosis, they've been hyping up using uh anchor so that that would probably be a good idea over time too if you can get like a even if it's just an atom anchor or osmo anchor pool like a A ust i think that would be really smart as long as it doesn't take away from uh, a normal ust pool i mean because you we have to so far our idea was to route it so we had an aust ust pool to route through uh, so that we'd route through that into the pair because you want someone to be able to swap straight from ust to osmo without having to have AUST to swap, right? So you need to route through pool. But the pool's liquidity was maybe got up to 15 mil. It was maybe not deep enough for what we need. Um, so the idea, and Astroport's actually now gone real hard on this, trying to set up like a floating X, uh, XYK pool uh, for AUST, uh, USD so that they could implement that, uh, so that it will route through this virtual pool uh, so that all the, all the LPs can then be AUST LPs. So that's kind of the future, I think, is all the LPs can be AUST, but every time you swap through UST, it will go straight through that pool and into the pair. Simon, you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, gotcha. Just thought it cut out or something. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to give the flow back to you guys. I'm like, yeah, it taking was, me a whole spaces. <laughs> it was cutting out for me, but I'm sure I keep cutting out for everyone else too because the spaces is pretty, pretty annoying lately. But yeah, that, that's a good idea for everything you were saying. But hey, it's it's really late for me tonight, and uh, this has been good, man. I'm I'm glad that you guys had stopped by. I love learning about new things that I didn't know before. And to tidbit off of it, if anyone has looked at the bridge.terra.money, it's it's so simple. You can't mess it up. It's like impossible to mess up. So it's really simple, very very simple. I just did it myself. Hey, thanks for stopping by, Simon, and just hanging out with us this late. Appreciate. Thanks, Legends. I really, really appreciate it and, and everything you guys have done. Hey, It's been um, just such a pleasure to be connected with everyone and trying to connect with everyone more so that you know, we can grow this cross-chain um, you know, communities, uh, you know, merging communities and, and connecting different communities with each other is, is such an 
powerful and important thing. I think definitely should do it more. It's it's important. Yeah, this is great. We're we're, uh, we're looking forward to to what you guys are doing and being able to continue to share all that with with the rest of the Cosmos community because you know, like you saw, like the ethos here is just to 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 come together, learn together, and, and grow together. So. Um, we're definitely going to do this again and, and we'll keep in touch and thanks for yeah, sticking it out for almost three hours with us. Yeah. We appreciate your, your time and you know, you sharing everything with the community. It's a uh, pleasure. And, and just never be afraid to let us know how we can add value to in different ways, because we want to be like, a, again, I say this a lot, like we want to add value to communities, not take from communities. Uh, and so if there's any ways that you can think of that we can add value across the cosmos, like, even getting integrated with, you know, working on Kepler or doing this sort of stuff, setting up relays, um, helping where we can to, to help you know, the experience be uh, more seamless. That for us is, is important because, I mean, we're about that anyway overall, uh, but especially when you're reaching out to different ecosystems and going to stuff, you know, we want to like add value across to those ecosystems as well. So, Oh, yeah. Love that. That's, a, that's yeah, I appreciate that you guys are like that and you've literally, you know, been, been echoing that from the beginning. So. Um, I know it's genuine, so thank you, Simon. We'll uh, we'll let you get back to your day, your night. I think you're you're on the opposite time zone as us, so <laughs> we appreciate you being here with us through that the early morning. So. It's lunchtime now, actually. It's two o'clock. Oh, two, two p.m. Two Not bad. Two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Boiling in here. But uh, thanks for having me, guys. And I really look forward to being more in touch. I'll try and jump on spaces when I can. I, I I'm careful with. I don't jump on too many spaces, but I'll try and jump on as much as I can. Uh, I find what happens I get sucked into a time war, time hole with three hours. <laughs> it's like it's like oh damn I got I've got you know five scripts to write and, and all this stuff to build and I'm like oh damn it you know I've got sucked into this. Same with the Twitter grind too. You know like I, I even last night I think I was six hours straight on Twitter just 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 smashing it. I think you know um, I, I I put out that post up and then everybody started hitting me up. I, I think Thorchain even followed me and, and started talking to them and it just, yeah, just went crazy. So, yeah. That's the power of the cosmos, man. So, love right, it. You guys. Peace out, yo. Yeah, Have a good out. night. Until next time, guys. Peace. Take care. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the IBC Gang Lounge, Cosmos, Loop Finance, recorded on Saturday, March 19th, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. 
Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Glow Yield. Glow Yield is the ecosystem of Terra decentralized apps like Lotto and Creators, all powered by DeFi Yields. Glow Creators helps artists and influencers give their fans exclusive perks through membership, NFTs, and more. Glow Lotto is a prize link savings account with a weekly chance to win the big jackpot. Tickets are free and perpetual, which means there's zero chance to lose money. Be sure to follow Glow Yield on Twitter and join the Discord community to stay up to date with all the glowing projects and check them out online at glowyield.com. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Rolling down the street in my 6 foe. I never had a 6 foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped the wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. the trenches trying to stay offensive trespassing here like this land looks expensive ain't no time like the present trying to stake a claim just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims we're almost kind of running out of land here living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird same teams y'all we just trying to get a bite to eat a little rest saved up waiting for my time to sleep head down middle fingers up yo i'm wide awake never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away seven time and space while the wrecking ball the place i expect you all to play running marathons today when the Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nicks Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Channel Spaces.